Um, so, episode 20, Badass Records, Kyle Davis in the house. Nice. Um, man, we were just talking about heat. Are you, you look like you were not sweating outdoors on a job site all day today. It's crazy because it's like I worked outside. Today? Not today. Okay. In a previous life? Yeah, for so. 15 years for like, you know. 12 hours straight so when i'm going from air conditioning to outside and it's like you know 70 to 100 it feels hot but eventually i could just be outside all day if i needed to i don't prefer that you know i'm getting pretty soft in my office days here but you you don't i mean like what every day looks different for you right i mean some days you're in the office and some days you're bouncing yeah, I mean, do you ever have to go to a spot and you're there for all day for multiple days or I'm not really at a job site like anymore. So, that's kind of nice. Yeah. Um, I'm not like a put you know, things in place on a job site anymore. Right. So that's that's perfect. Um but I but but for I mean, how many jobs do you guys have going simultaneously? Is it always different or Yeah, I mean, it's like we've got all these different things that are just getting started or just getting designed or just getting started in construction or like getting in pricing. We had somebody, we were like ready to get a permit in a week and they just like, well, we moved into this condo in Dallas. We're just going to live here and sell that house. Cause we don't have a yard when we live in a condo. Turns out we don't really like to go outside. It's like you have the biggest house in the biggest yard, bigger than I've ever lived in in my life. And they're just like, well, they didn't even open their pool. Wow. <laughs> they have an in-ground pool that they just like didn't even open for the summer. Is that? I mean, so is that a situation where they've come a certain number of steps along the way and you guys have been involved and they've given you money and then they're just like, never mind. So they essentially maybe wasted that money or how does that work? Yeah. I mean, we had it all designed. We redesigned their whole kitchen and, and they paid you for the design. Yeah. And then decided they're just like different direction paying, you know, a little bit for design and then not paying for all the construction is better than, paying for construction and not really needing it but i mean to be honest the house smells like mildew and it's gross so it needs a lot of work um but i mean so the number of jobs going at one time is always different yeah yeah i mean there's jobs where it's like this might take four months and other ones is like this is gonna take 18 months you know but no matter what the number of jobs happening simultaneously is you have like a, a certain level of confidence that crew X is on job a and I don't have to go and be like, yeah, you fucking didn't do that right, man. <laughs> well, now I have Tom to do that. Oh, you have a guy. <laughs> yeah. You have yeah. a guy. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. And he is great. And he's been doing pretty much the same. He's got a kind of a similar path to me. Okay. But instead of all the construction stuff that I did, he did architecture stuff more so like carrying around rolls working, and yeah like opening them up on a table at an architecture firm for you know 10 years where i was 
on a construction site just sawing logs for 10 years and and then we both kind of went into like okay project management high-end luxury houses and stuff like that and how long have you known this guy since a couple days before he started working for it <laughs> <laughs> so like a year year and a half okay and he lives he lives like two blocks away like one block away so on cherry right down so there. he's overseeing all the physical job yeah yeah performances and progresses yeah. and and it's great because it's just like he knows the construction but he also cares about the design oh cool and so it's like yeah we, we're not just like trying to bang stuff together right we're trying to look good and do good now has so before we get too deep cicada co yeah uh, design and build is that the tagline um, might have, I don't know what they've <laughs> changed it to. You know, they've changed they. it a lot. Yeah. You know, Tara and the girls. Oh, it says it right on your hat. On the, design well, and build. Design and build, yeah. So, like, I mean, I think the thing that people don't get is, like, a lot of people just call a contractor and they're like, I need to remodel my kitchen. I want some cabinets in here. And that's the amount of information that is relayed back and yeah. forth. It's like cabinets. Whereas we're going to be designing that kitchen for six months and we're going to talk about like little quarter inch differences and all these different things. thinking, I need new cabinets. You're saying we're looking at the whole space and thinking, how can we make this cooler and newer and yeah. whatever that descriptors are. I mean, we're are. picking out, you know, every single little thing. It's not like okay, you need cabinets, like, we'll demo the space and put the wires and plumbing where it needs to go. Talk to my cabinet guy, and he'll design some cabinets for you. Right. It's like we're designing every single square inch of every single thing. And I think people don't even realize that's not what a general contractor does. Um, but, so, you know. Uh, you, this is your business with your wife, Tara. Yeah. And uh, if people want to find cicada co what's the easiest is it, is it the instagram is it the I mean, website mostly just like what we do is so good with pictures so it's like instagram is a great platform sure so just which and what's the handle i think it's just cicada underscore co okay and is there a different website in the link space um it can you can either do cicadacompany.com or cicadaco.com and they both take you the same, same thing yeah so you said and and how old is cicadaco today um three it's like maybe three or four three years or four. Yeah. I, I remember sometime when the so there was a project where you're gonna go you guys did go out to Colorado to look at this trailer park. Yeah. And Tara was talking about uh, needing, I made a joke about her needing to clone herself or something like that. And she was yeah. like, I need a person. So it sounds like you have Tom. Yeah. Does she have a Tom? <laughs> no, 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 there ain't is, too is many that... fucking people like Tara. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, is it uh, a, a plausible reality that one day she could, find somebody to do the things the way she wants them done and um, then she can have a different more broad focus or? i mean we've sort of like compartmentalized so many different things where it's like now we've got five other people that pretty much take care of the things that me and tara all did but it's just broken down into a simpler more focused thing so like 
one person is doing the architectural design and one person is doing the interior design. Okay. So it's like the person who's drawing where the walls are going to go isn't also picking out like the tile. And the people that are doing those things are direct employees of yours? Yeah, yeah. We all just have one desk and it's great and we just sit there and talk all day. Right. And me and Tara just stand behind them and look over their shoulder and just be like, this is... Uh, you gotta tweak this thing here. A little more to the left. Yeah, yeah. So it's you, you guys it's have great. had uh, that I'm aware of. You've had you had a cool. Uh, was it a holiday party where there were balloons and a food truck at yeah. the space? And yeah, then we, you've had like you've taken them out. I feel like you did something at a. I remember we, a picture of a long table where everybody was like eating yeah that was just like our christmas party and for just our employees and stuff um but then at our office it's just like well we never really like had a party to say hey everybody's working here now this is cool yeah and also we opened our office and all this stuff and we just never had anything it's just like let's have a opening our office sure. party uh, yeah, yeah, anytime somebody has a housewarming party for their home yeah they've been living there for a minute yeah yeah and so there, there's always true. sort of like a, a grace period to yeah get in there and get it get settled and then celebrate and show yeah. but i'm i ask because uh it, it seems like uh there's so before starting this i was watching like a handful of podcasts every week but i was also spending an insane amount of time of watching reaction videos on yeah. YouTube, uh, which I don't, I don't have the time to do anymore because I'm doing the back end yeah. of this. But there's a couple, uh, and their name is Half and J, like J A I, and I think J's the girl and Half is the guy. But anyway, they have this big long uh, intro. I mean, some like I don't understand how some of these people get to like tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of subscribers with like, you know, three and a half to four minute intros every, I, I know you can just go yeah. th- past it, but it's like, you also know that the people can go past. Why do you every time you anyway? Yeah. So they have this whole big thing where they're like, here's our name and here's what we do. And they wrap it up and they go good vibes, baby, good vibes or some, yeah. something like that. And I've just gathered that. Uh, there seems to be sort of a good vibes uh, around, you know, in, I don't want to say cloud, but yeah. inside the office and, you know, it, you, it, you seem to, your face kind of light lit up a little bit when you're talking about Tom. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like it's going It's just well. really, it's really nice because like we've got, we went from me and Tara not having anybody doing a hundred percent of the stuff. And now it's like all the people we've hired, like we're never trying to get them to do their job. Like we're just all working together. They're doing what they do, you know, like they want to be a designer. They want to manage projects and build cool stuff. And so it's just like we're kind of getting to just like work with all these people. We're not like. Um, you need to like do your job. Right. <laughs> like, right. We've never had to Which, tell somebody I mean, that. <clears throat> I'm not somebody that is like, you know, I'm in, if I'm in places, it's like, 
restaurants yeah. or the hardware store or the grocery. I'm not in a lot of businesses or offices, but uh, if you you don't have to look too hard on Instagram or anywhere else to come across a reel or a meme yeah. where like there is so much, like if you did a pie chart of topics that you come across, yeah. so much of it is like jokes about like not working yeah. while you're at work yeah. or <laughs> tricks that you have to make your boss think yeah. that you're working. But it seems like they're they, working. We're not even there, but they enjoy coming there and yeah, doing it. And yeah. in 2022, it's like, it's like uh lightning in a bottle almost. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, when we had Winnie, like just over a year ago now, Tara took off for three months and I took off for a month. So there was a time where me and Tara weren't there for a month straight. And before that, we were kind of just like, Heading I mean, towards, obviously we're going to have a baby yeah, at some point. Yeah. It's not like, okay, let's make sure everyone's lined out and like, let's check in on them and like, blah, blah. It's like, they just all did their job and came to work on their own every day and just did whatever they were supposed to do. You know, it's sort of just like, I mean, everybody's an adult. There's only seven people in this office. It's one table where nobody has like their own office. So right. we had a guy early on who wasn't doing a good job. And like, I mean, just every single person knew that that guy wasn't doing a good job. And then he left on his own just well he just ghosted us and didn't show up is this is there an eclipse story? <laughs> yeah okay yeah uh, has there been communication I, I talked to him afterwards like it not just met with him at a restaurant a couple of days that's later right and talked to him and but since then nothing no oh, i mean i don't i'm like i i don't need to spend time on that type of person in my life I, so i forgot hold on i'm always New roll screen. Spray it down, and then Ooh. sanitize the area. Nice. Around whatever that thing does. Nice. I realized I forgot to put yours back on. Yeah, that's but good. You, you were. You don't need what that. So it's just like okay. Uh, I mean, I got like a lot of stuff going on now. I got three kids. I'm trying to like have a good time and see them and spend a few minutes with them every day. And I see, I don't even see the people that I like, like, or my own family. And it's like, if you're going to be kind of a douche to me, then it's like, all right, well, I, I know, but there's been more time with you in my life. But there was like, there was a history. I don't, yeah, I don't get how you, not you necessarily. Yeah. I mean, but I making the choice that he made, it, it, you, you're risking just kind of shoving all that off the side of the cliff. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I'm, I'm not like, it's not that big of a deal, but it's just like, if you're going to treat me that way, not only like me as a person, but also my business and my family, my finances yeah. and everything. So then it's just like, also just, it's like, if you just think about the core values of who it is and then you just realize it's like, well, I mean, kind of that's how they are. Get it out of here. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I always, uh, it, it, you sort of 
again, just kind of here and there, not, not a whole, but very, very small sample size. But when there was, um, uh, either, you know, hangs next door or up at their place, like yeah. the, 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 after the report from my oldest was always like, you know about their oldest yeah. and sort of being afraid of being caught in his Tasmanian. Dog. Yeah. Like, well, maybe we might not have to worry about that anymore. Yeah, it's sort of which just is like, a joke and a sad at the same time. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, I think it's sort of like I, I think as time goes on and the more people I have to deal with and get like in our jobs, like when we're building someone's house or something, and we're also dealing with all their finances like doing stuff for them that's like i need to know how you live because i'm gonna build what you're gonna live in and then also i need to know how you deal with finances because like you have to pay for all this shit so i really get to know people like on a different level than like their friends know them because it's like i need to know how you live but then also i need to know like how you deal with finances and like are you reasonable when I just need you to pay the bills that are due to me. And so in doing that, like I'm getting such a deep, like knowledge of how people are that it's just like some people are good and chill and some people are crazy. (laughs) And this is like, I know them for a long period of time in such a deep way where then it's just like, they are that way. That's the way they are. And I can't expect them to be better or worse or different and so it's just like that's not the way i want to be i'm not gonna try yeah to spend well, time with those people so are, are you guys are you 449 yeah okay yeah so 441 449 and and 2022 have you been there since 15 well when we had that incident they said that uh the most theft, recent theft losses on your insurance down there for seven years and the first one when we were renovating our house was six years ago. Okay. So I guess it's been six years. So I I, I remember, and I, I know I've mentioned this in passing once or twice, but uh, we sort of met standing under the magnolia tree. Yeah. Is it a magnolia tree? <laughs> yeah. That, right there, that yeah. you love and yeah. that kind of destroys your wife for a few <laughs> days every spring. Yeah. Didn't you take like a kind of a snow angel picture or video in the leaves? I always try to take as many pictures and videos of that as right. possible out there. So I, re- I remember I must have been doing some kind of yard work because I remember feeling hot and like yeah. ick. But I remember all four of us and maybe I don't know if Ivy was there or not, but standing under that tree when we met. Yeah. And I, I feel like Tara had a, a Jayhawk shirt on just you know t-shirt and shorts and, yeah and i remember like c- c- taking in the information that you had purchased this home and you're gonna gut it and redo it and then move into it and just being like <laughs> i don't even know if i'm gonna make it through this yard mowing without like <laughs> 65 fires like that i can't i don't have bandwidth to it and then and then the incident happens yeah which uh, I mean, we can go into if you want, but uh, not too terribly long after that, you guys are gainfully employed. Yeah. And then you 
step away from said employment to launch this. Yeah. And I'm like, these people Those are people, crazy. They're out of their freaking mind. <laughs> or, you know, you don't ever really like yeah. scratch down to the book. But, you know, maybe they have, uh, maybe maybe a fucking billionaire and yeah. their uncle died and they just, they do whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it was like. We're that, just poor, crazy people. Well, and yeah, Ivy's five around then. She, four. We moved into this house and she was, um, what was she was like three. Three. I think she was like barely three. Okay. Maybe she was, well, she would have turned two in our condo where we lived. Right. While we lived there, which is crazy that we moved to Kansas City when she was one. Because I just think of like she lived in Manhattan, but I guess she just lived there for like a moment. And uh, only because she was, that's where she was born. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then we're just like, Mm, nobody's building expensive stuff in Manhattan, so right, we got to get out right. of here. <laughs> uh, by the way, take this airstream with you. When you yeah, go. yeah. Uh, so, like, so okay. So there's, I mean, the first leap, of course, is becoming a parent. Yeah. But then there's buying a home. Uh, there's making the choice to gut the home and, and redo it, and then there's the walk away from your gig and start a thing. Yeah. And then there's like, Oh, by, by the way, there's another baby. Yeah. Not too far down the line from all that. And he, he, it, it's really like, I mean, the, the easy, uh, low hanging fruit is to just go, oh, those people are crazy, but it really makes you kind of go, well, everybody's just kind of juggling their own different things. Right. Yeah. It's all, everything is different shapes and weights and sizes, but yeah, somehow or another, the shit you're juggling is similar to the shit that I'm juggling. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes it's bowling pins and sometimes it's swords that are on fire. Yeah. Sometimes it's limes. Well, that's the thing. Like when we're dealing with people's houses and they're like having some crazy reaction to what we're doing, it's just like, well, I can't necessarily hold myself fully responsible for you being a little bit crazy right now because, like, <laughs> page seven, clause yeah. A, number. It's like when you it's... and your wife aren't talking about what we're doing, but we're talking to you about what we're doing, and you guys aren't on the same page. I can't control that. So it it has been it has been crazy, and we're just always like, well, I mean, let's let's go for it, full steam ahead. It's crazy because I feel like even when I first was in high school looking for a job and I was like I wanted to be an architect, but I couldn't get a job as that as a high school kid. So I started doing construction and the guy had in the paper, my dad found it in the paper and cut it out and gave it to me and told me to call this number. But it was like in the help wanted ad in the back of the paper and it said like, construction worker needed and then a phone number is like the tiniest ad that well, you that could possibly be expensive get. yeah i mean you know it was probably 50 bucks or something and it was like construction worker needed and then a telephone number i mean it was full scale probably like a half an i mean inch tall. the analogy that comes to mind is uh when uh Walter and the dude are trying to pick out a casket for Donnie. Yeah. And then yeah. like, this is our most economical casket, sir. And he's like, give us a fucking coffee can. <laughs> like that's how classifieds used to yeah. be. It was like, you want six lines. That'll be $700. Yeah. Like, wait, what? Yeah. For your, for your machine to go. 
for four seconds. Yeah. So I, I got the, I, my, I remember my dad cut it out and it was on the fridge for like weeks. And he's like, call this person. I was just like, I don't know. This seems kind of crazy. But anyway, I called the guy and I worked with him for over 10 years. No but way. Even at the, that's the guy who I built Tara's parents' house with. Wow. So I I got the job event at the beginning and was just like trying to send this guy my resume, but I didn't really know how to work email or whatever. I couldn't get the based on over, his ad. He probably didn't either. Oversized <laughs> PDF to go through or something, and it's just like imagine trying to be a construction laborer and just trying to send a resume. It's like construction laborers just get hired by some hillbilly driving up to the job site in the middle of the day, like, hey man, I got some tools ready to work. But so I, I, I feel like even that first job, I got the job and was just like, how can I like own this business? How can I like run this whole wow. show? And then hungry like, as a high school. I just thought that every time I worked anywhere, I was just like, how long would I work here? And then I like own this business and run this business. And I just thought that everywhere that I got a job, I just thought like, I'm going to run this business someday. Like, I'm not just going to not you're like Goldie not, Wilson from Back to the Future sweeping the dice. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be mayor. Yeah, it's like I'm just not going to just sit here and right. like just do yeah. nothing like I'm going to do my job and think about the next yeah. highest up thing. I don't I don't know your I know your dad a little bit. I don't know him super well, but I like to imagine in total dad form that every time he's like standing around a, a function or a whatever and like the success or the or at least the trajectory of your of cicada co yeah that he's like it all started with an ad yeah <laughs> she gotta always take that little swath of credit and be yeah like, well i feel like the crazy thing is it's like <clears throat> tara's family is high risk level family like they're doing extreme stuff all the time they're oh. taking risk with their business and their money and everything. My mom had one job my whole That's life. Right. She worked she retired from a place she worked for like thirty four years or and something. Did she advance or did she just stay in the same? I, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, Grandma Kathy, we I, didn't do the research. I mean, I don't know what her job was throughout the times when I was little and stuff. And I mean, she had to. She worked there for like 35 years. I don't know what all her different jobs were. But Does she then, still get a little something? Or is it only Social I think Security? like retirement stuff. Yeah. I don't know how right. it all works. But then my dad had two jobs my whole life. He wor worked as a butcher when I was little. And then he sold like insurance and stuff later after that. And oh, not at the same, not two jobs at the same no, time. No, no. Like, Damn, Greg. No, you've earned those hunting trips. <laughs> yeah. So you know they're both just like really conservative and risk adverse. You know, it's like gotta save for your retirement. Me and Tara just like, well, we're just gonna like risk it all every day of the week yeah. and maybe uh, do something that is not recommended by our CPA, but yeah. go for it. Did you uh, did you make it to that meeting with the retirement person? Ooh, I, I'm going to be in Japan yeah. with my sisters for that trip. Uh, yeah, rescheduled. didn't do that. <laughs> so, you know, it's just like, I feel like we always are like, well, you know, if we have the money that we could have saved for retirement, we should save that money and then put it into something and do something with it. I mean, you know, so... 
it's been crazy, but it's also, I think, been good. My dad has been so supportive and, you know, helped us with a line of credit to keep our business going and stuff and all that stuff. So, I mean, it's... Not to mention all the windshield time between Topeka and yeah, here. I mean, my mom washing Tuesdays my... <laughs> and whatever. I don't yeah, know. mom washing the kids and then dad, like, the first, like, year or two, like, we still did like everything like i did when i was working for the other guy so it's like my dad would come we would demo everything together I mean, beginning with your home <clears throat> yeah and yeah the, the building of that fence yeah and the, and I mean, the deck yeah me and my dad built that deck it was like the kid's birthday the, it was both it was alma's first birthday and ivy's sixth birthday it was a sweet 16 birthday party Kyle? And Get it, that deck built. It was literally like Friday, and we had nothing built. And then the party was on Sunday, and me and my dad framed the whole thing and put all the decking down on Friday and Saturday. And then Sunday was the party. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, all, I'm like, hey, can you come help me? And you're like, I can't, motherfucker. You we didn't. We didn't. We were just like, okay, we got to put all the wood. We got to deck well, this I, whole thing. I, I put down like one screw per board. We didn't even like finish screwing it down. Right. I still have it. I remember you like <laughs> pushing down with your it's foot a little on a couple floppy, spots but when during the party or whatever. Yeah, like, we gotta. We gotta finish this up at some point. You know, it's only been four years, whatever, so we'll man. finish it up. Whatever, man. It's It'll fine. Happen. We can still hang out there and sit on it and drink. Just uh, have all the screws. So, speaking of which, and I, th- I already mentioned this in, in passing to Tara, but uh, the dude that did episode 17 is the dude that does my tree shit. Oh, um, yeah. And uh, I, I really, you know, the, I, the front yard tree, I, I just really wanted it trimmed away from the house and then... Yeah. trimmed along the sidewalk and and from the corner of the driveway so that like there was clear tra- trajectory for uh, basketball yeah, shots yeah, yeah uh and he's like we'll we'll clean this one up and this one up. and then he he showed up with his crew and he's like just just kind of hit everything for him and don't charge him more i was like i don't need you to do that <laughs> really i only wanted clear basketball shots and for you to tell me one more time that this massive tree back here in the corner is not going to crush. And he's like, dude, it's fine. Like it looks sketchy. Yeah. And he's like, we'll trim up uh, this maple over here. The, the one that's on the other side of the fence. Yeah. And he's like, what's up with that airstream? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. I bet you could ask them and I could give you just as good of an answer as they, he's like, he should, if they're not using it, they could get good money for that right now. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I don't know if they are if that piques their interest or if like actually keeping it to try to do something with it piques their interest or what. But yeah, it's, it's fast. He was like two people, which it is in line with the way the car market yeah has gone. Like people are paying and they'll buy your car from you and give you way more, more than you, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone was just telling me recently they bought a car and then like within a couple weeks the dealership was calling them back like hey man we'll give you more money than you paid we need that car it's crazy but the airstream it's like i bought that when me and tara were just dating for super cheap also it's the shell is not like crashed or nothing's been screwed up on it and the inside is empty and it's just like it's I, empty. I, just, I thought it was full of shit well, okay, yeah, it is. It's, oh. it's just oh. like piled high with BS, but right. it's not like 
fixed into a usable situation. Like there's not even a floor in there. There's just plywood laying down on the frame and not even covering the whole frame. Wait, so if if you were uh, like a bird sitting in it when you towed it to here, you could look down and see the highway? No, there's oh. an underbelly, oh. but oh. there's not like a wood floor. Okay. Um, so it's like not even remotely usable, but it's like... I can't just like sell it and take the cash that it would give me to sell a gutted airstream. I want to take the airstream and turn it into like a cash flowing asset. Like I want to turn that into an Airbnb or something, you know? And it's just like, I just need to find the place to put it. And then you can, you couldn't do anything where it is right now. You well, couldn't. I mean, I probably could, but it's also like, I don't necessarily want people just staying at my house. On my property. Oh, you know? but but I mean, you could you could fix it up. I could probably fix it there and then yeah. figure out where to put it. Yeah, elsewhere. Yeah, okay. But I also kind of want it to. It's not. It's like a thirty-one footer, and so it's like if you want to haul it, you gotta have like a three-quarter ton pickup, like a bigger pickup than mine. Once it's all fixed up, you it's did just not heavier. pull it here with your current pickup. Uh, yeah, I think I did. Okay. Or maybe even a different one that was not, I don't know what I pulled it here with, I forget. But it, once it's built out, it will be heavier. Right, right. Um, right. And so, you know, it's fine around like Kansas where it's flat, but if you go somewhere with like mountains and hills, it's like, you need a big old truck to pull it around. And it's just like, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really need to pull it around. I will build it in place and, like, make it have a nice toilet and stuff, not like a camper toilet. I want a flush porcelain throne. Yeah. And have, like, a bigger than camper shower in there. Mm -hmm. Like, I've just never even thought about building it out like a camper-style camper. It's like, I just want to build it out big time. But, you know... Yeah, you got to quit having babies and opening businesses if you're going to Well, it's like I was going to live in there, but then it's like, well, I I get along with Tara pretty good. All right, we're getting married. Okay, well, we have a kid, and that's not going to work. And then it's just like, now i got three kids. Like, there ain't no way I'm living in that thing. But, you know, it's uh, still there, and I own it, and it doesn't cost me anything to keep it. Right. Except it's like sort of taking up the most prime flat flattest part of my whole yard no everywhere else in my whole yard is all like sloping away from i can't even put a little kiddie pool in my yard it's like half half filled on one side weren't you talking one at one point about bringing in whatever metric portion of soil for the cherry side of the fence yeah i just want to build the whole i just want to build a retaining wall around the edge flatten the whole yard out so then I just got usable yard everywhere. And I mean ideally I would just put turf around it and flowers, sure. wildflowers. <laughs> wait, wait, so I I don't know where I was. I feel like I was somewhere I I think I was at on the float trip. I think I was down in Arkansas oh, yeah. when I saw your uh Real or whatever that or store. I don't yeah. know if I necessarily. I mean, stories are up here and yeah. reels are in the middle, right? Yeah. But it was so it was one of those of the, just getting mowed. Well, no, a guy had the city had just stopped by. Oh yeah, and said, "Hey, it's, they're they're pre-complaining. <laughs> yeah, it's not. 
yeah yet but and but you haven't done anything have you so the guy came by who works for like code enforcement or whatever okay and he's just like oh we got a complaint you know that this is gonna block the view of the intersection gonna and uh you know, they complained the same thing last year. Oh, so you know it was the same party? Well, it was the same guy. Oh, I don't know who made the complaint, okay. but it was the same guy who works for the city that came out here, and uh, he came out here. Oh, last you got year. you got a visit last year too. Last year, he's like, you know, it needs to be cut down. Uh, I mean, last year it was insane. It was like, I mean, there's parts where it's like seven foot tall. So I was just like, yeah, I mean, you know, that's reasonable. This is like insane. I just planted literally like 300 different flower seeds. I planted three varieties of mixtures of seeds. So I was just like, I don't know what I'm even planting. I'm just going to plant all these different things and see what happens. A lot of stuff happened. It got huge. (laughs) I mean, it was like blocking the sidewalk, blocking the road. It was covering everything. I was kind of like, dude, this is like, I, I, I was even thinking I wanted it, but I wanted to cut it down some, cut it back. Well, I thought that like, so like in, I don't know, man, the early nineties when I was like really like freshly dialed in with marijuana yeah, and like buying high times and yeah. shit and like. <laughs> Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grow. I'm gonna buy. Yeah. I don't, you know. And then it's like a half step further. You're like, oh, I, I totally get busted. <laughs> so you like new out, and but you start reading, and it's like, so if if you're if you're trimming vertically, then it flowers more this way, and yeah. it generates more. I thought that was maybe gonna be. Like it would, and then you, and then it like bushels. Well, I don't know. I was thinking like I was going to cut some flowers and have like flowers in my house, but then there's like a million flowers. I'm just like, this is sweet. I'm, I just didn't do anything. And they're just like going crazy. I remember going out there one time last year and it was like the whole street was just buzzing. I mean, there was like 400 bees in this whole thing. That's like cool. Every flower had like three bees on it. And, I was it's like, like what, what's, dude, it's like Woodstock for the insects. I was like, this is it's like bugs passing yeah. out. The cops are coming. <laughs> they just got Someone's so many varieties, drugs. you know, they're just like, I'm getting all this stuff, whatever. I don't even know what color I'm landing on right now. And so I was just like, dude, this is sweet. And we had like a little hummingbird feeder on our window and they were there nonstop cool. just eating and, uh, I was just like, oh, this is sweet because it was just grass and a stump from the tree they cut down. I oh, like, I forgot there was sucks. a tree there. Yeah, I mean, I was like, this is kind of cool. And then I touched the trunk one time and like my whole hand just went <laughs> in the rotted trunk. I was just like, whoa, this is leaning towards both my vehicles. Get this out of here immediately. It was an ugly tree anyway. If it was cooler, I probably wouldn't have called the city to cut it down immediately. But it was going to crush both my cars mm-hmm. if it fell down and it was really rotted. So it's just like this area has a tree stump. It has just junky grass. I want to do something besides like fix what the stump is and then like put more grass in here. Right. I don't, I mean, look at the rest of my yard. I don't want grass. So I was just like, I want to plant a bunch of flowers. My grandpa, my great grandpa, everybody had a big flower garden. Cool. And my dad has tons of flowers. And it's just like you plant a vegetable garden and then. 
100% of the people who have a vegetable garden are just like, oh, I got like 400 tomatoes. Does anybody need tomatoes? I'm trying to make salsa. I've eaten salsa every day of the week. I've been canning for three weeks. Yeah, it's just like, I don't really want to deal with that. Tara's a master chef. She yeah. figures out what yeah. she needs and she gets it. Not I'm to mention fine with just that. the devastation of seeing squirrels out there just oh destroying gosh. the fruits, the literal fruits of your labor. Yeah, yeah. When there's just like a million squirrels, it's just like, I'm not going to deal with that. But but flowers, it's like, that's amazing. That's awesome. They're pretty. The kids love them. They change all the time. So it re- went pretty good. And then I was just like, you know, it's sort of the end of the season. I need to mulch it down anyway. I want the seeds to go back in yeah, here. Yeah, of course. And so I was like, it's kind of great. So I mowed it because the guy was like, you got to mow this down. Somebody's going to, like, you're going to get in trouble if you don't mow it down. And so I just mowed it down myself because I kind of needed to. And... So then this year that guy came back out and it was on a Friday, I believe, a Thursday or Friday. And I was going to work or whatever. It was in the morning. So I was walking out and I saw him and saw he was taking pictures with his full size (coughs) iPad out there. And so I was just like, Hey, I live here. What do you, what's up? And he's just like, Oh, I got a complaint from the city. Um, or from somebody called the city. And so I was just checking it out. I was just like, it's, you know, it's all, it's just all natural. Like I bought specific, like native local wildflowers for this area. And he was just like, yeah, it's not bad. There's a couple of weeds in there. You probably need to pull out. And I was just like, I, I'll do that. But like, I, I like this thing. I like these flowers and stuff. He's like, all right, I'll talk to my boss. And then, like, I think it was even later that day on Friday, he called me back and he's just like, I talked to my boss or my manager. Yeah. Nice. Because I gave him a card. I was like, I'm the owner, so tell me what what we need to do here. And he called me and he emailed me. And he's like, I talked to my boss or my manager and it's all good. You just need to pull out those couple weeds. I'll come back on, like, Monday or Tuesday or something and check it out and... I'll send you a letter in the mail that it's all good. And so... So suddenly the focus is no longer what the complaint was it about. It's it's about the weeds? Well, yeah. I mean, there's like noxious weed, like code enforcement type stuff. If you just have your yard filled up with junk all over the place. But um, so the the crazy thing is that it's like he emailed me documenting that he talked with his manager and that it's all good. And then this is this is this this year. is on Friday okay, this yeah, year, yeah. yeah, a couple of weeks ago on a Friday, and so then on Wednesday morning we get a call from our babysitter. She's like, she called Tara. We're at our office, which is like three minutes from here. She's like, hey Tara, somebody's here to like with a mower ready to mow down your flowers. What? And I was just like, what the hell? And I was like, I'll go there. I'm, I'm, I want to go there. If they're going to mow them down, that's fine. But I have, like, I we had a Documentation. pair of clippers, oh. like, in my hand at our office to, like, cut flowers, you know, because we make arrangements and stuff for our photo shoots and everything. And <clears throat> I was like, I want to take these. floating chandelier. <laughs> yeah. You know, for our light fixtures, whatever. <laughs> so I was just like, 
I want to at least cut a bouquet of flowers from this thing. And then they can mow down the stem. Wait, so, so did he say have it fixed by Monday and then now it's Wednesday and it wasn't fixed. So that's no, why we're there. He just said like, it's fine, but just like take out those weeds. But he didn't give you a deadline for and the no, weeds. Well, he said he would come back and check it out and then okay. let me know. And so this was on Wednesday, which it's like, this is the government. Like he came there on a Friday and this is literally Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday morning. So two and two working days and like some a half an hour yeah. of another working day. And <clears throat> these guys, there was literally like a van and a giant trailer with all these different mowing apparatuses. Bullshit. And there was like eight guys there. No way. It wasn't like a guy and a mower. There was literally like eight people there. Tax and, dollars, hard at work. So Tara was on the phone with our babysitter and like, hey, we got to, he's, Cal's going to come over there and he'll like at least just cut a bouquet of flowers. Like, can they just wait three minutes? I literally get in my truck, drive over here. By the time I got here, everything was totally mowed down. No way. It's mowed down right now? Yeah. They <sighs> mowed the whole thing like instantly. They didn't, they literally could not have waited like even one minute from I when I haven't even happened. noticed. Wow. They couldn't have waited even one minute because they, they couldn't have been done mowing and put the mower away fast enough if they were hustling. And these guys were not hustling. Yeah. Um, Holy so shit. So they just instantly showed up and mowed the whole thing down. And so... So did the... I mean, the babysitter had a person that she was relaying the message to and they're just like... We're, they're just like, we got our work We got our work We're order. doing yeah. our thingy. And so I get here and I'm just like, Guys, what the fuck? They're still here. Oh, they're all still here. They're just like getting ready to blow the weeds off the sidewalk. I was just like, geez, this is insane. So I was like, who's the boss here? And I talked to, figured out who the boss guy was. And I was just like, I have this email from the city from like Friday that says this is okay. He's like, I don't know, man. Just get my order. He had it. The thing that makes me the most sad is like he had a piece of paper that was printed off emails and it had like a couple messages back and forth with some other city worker. That's like, we just need to mow this down. And he's just like, so I'm mowing it down. With the, and that other person was not the guy that came out or that guy's I boss. I don't know. Some other I was person. too distraught. I didn't look at the names on there. I didn't keep the paper. I should have kept the paper that the guy had the printed off email of. Because I feel like it was the guy who came out here. Because there was pictures on the work order that he had. And they were pictures that that guy had taken from his iPad. Because I was in one of them because I was outside. So he's telling you one thing and doing another? I, yeah, I feel like that's the way it is. But So anyway, Tara put a thing on next door about it. And she's just like, oh, she did. whoever like called us in, like this brought a lot of joy to my family. you know. And this is just like so sad. Like... Did she put pictures too? Yeah, so she put the before and the after picture on there, and she's just like, "Did anybody, anybody, did, did, did <laughs> so it generate any conversation?" She, she wasn't necessarily. We never use Nextdoor. I think she yeah. downloaded the app to make the posts. <laughs> Every time I have to get on there, I gotta like yeah. wake the app up and yeah, re-download the yeah. whole thing. And so she was just like, made the post just to put it out there because it's like, I mean, you know what? This is like pretty killing my vibes yeah and uh so she made the post and then it was getting just blown up no i mean way. there's like 
80 comments on Bullshit. it. Bullshit. And one of them is from, or I don't know, one of them wasn't from this guy, but this guy who works for Kansas City Water was just like, he came to our house because he saw the post and he brought his business card. And so our babysitter took a picture and sent it to us. I was like, this guy is here, wanted to talk about the flowers and stuff. <laughs> oh my God, it's like a fucking news story. <laughs> so I call this guy up, and I'm just like, hey, I'm the owner. Here's, I, I'm just calling you. They cut down all my flowers. and So Kansas City Water is like higher authority than other things because they're just like, oh, there's a problem here. Like I can just shut the water off to this house. That sort of like ruins everybody's day. So Kansas City Water has more authority than like a lot of other people but they also deal with like the stormwater and the sewer and they're trying to implement these like natural plantings around and so it's like <clears throat> there's like 650 areas around town where they're trying to implement natural plantings because it absorbs a lot more rainwater and keeps their storm sewers from being all filled up and overflowing so they're trying to do this and eventually they figured out that this guy just had this giant rain garden where they had that the city made and owns and planted and they had a maintenance person come there and they just mowed the whole thing like it was a field but it was like natural grasses and flowers and stuff and he's like this just happened a little while ago it caused like forty thousand dollars worth of damage and so he's like i'm kind of fired up anyway but also this is insane like i can't believe this ever happened to you 80 because, comments. Yeah. Wow. There's tons of people that are just like, oh, thankfully a lot of people were kind of like, we loved that flower garden. We were, we were sad about this. There's a couple people like, oh, I could see why they call it in, you know. Of course. I mean, it's just like, you know, butterflies floating through the air and the mower just blowing it over. Um, but so anyway, this guy's like doing it all on his own, on the side, really invested in it because he's just like, this is crazy. I don't want this to happen. And then today, so I've been talking to this guy back and forth like almost every day this whole week. Wow. And uh, then today he called me and he's just like, yeah, well, so my boss came back in town from vacation and she's like at the end of the week switching to the parks department. So she didn't want to get like too involved, but she was also really upset. <laughs> and he was just like, I'm just, you know, dealing with this on my own because I think this is kind of crazy and she's just like no i mean this is this is our job you can like take this on as a part of your daily task so now it's official city business <laughs> but um he's been emailing and sent, i sent him an email of all the pictures of like the kids pointing at their favorite little flower <laughs> and stuff <laughs> i mean like literally you the should have sent a picture of of the the progressive dinner yeah we just we, flowers we harvested from a <laughs> yeah well so i had literally just taken pictures with the girls like the day before i got mowed down oh like next to their favorite wow. flower and stuff and so uh anyway he was just like this is freaking insane so he's been sending all those pictures to all the different people in the community and the like you know government works and I have a video camera on the front of my house. And so I took a video shot of the van that was there. Cause he's like, who the heck is the people that came there? I'm like, they're wearing a city embroidered shirt. Like, 
it's the city. I don't know what I don't. You're the city. I don't know who it's. They have embroidered shirts that say the city on them, with the little fountain logo and stuff. Uh, so anyway, he sent that picture of those things around to everybody today, and he's like, "Those people are the like community service like people that like if you." They're like ex-cons. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's like you got to do community service. It's like that's the that's who those people are, because the boss man was just driving like a pickup truck, like a regular truck, without city logos on it, and the van that was hauling all the mowers didn't have a city logo on the side, but it was like one of those dark green vans that was city owned. Um, But I mean, when I was pulling up. They were like trying to tell a guy how to use a leaf blower and stuff. I was like, this is a weird ragtag group All of people. Of it seems. But everybody's wearing city stuff. It's like, you're telling me you have city landscape maintenance people that also don't know how to w- work a leaf blower? What is going on I here? I mean, maybe if you just put the shirt on and people just <laughs> yeah. keep driving and yeah. they don't ever question anything. So today he, well, earlier today, he's just like, you need to tweet the mayor and you need to tweet this oh other guy. God. Because you need to, like, get it out there. Like, if you're pretty upset, I feel like the best way for it to get action is for you to put all this stuff out I there to the those people. other gal told him that he could work on it on his <laughs> That happened later in the day today. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then after he sent that picture of you all... you got to do it all. Oh, wait. We'll be... We're there with you. Okay. We're going to help you. So, anyway, it's just the craziest thing. Because he's just like, I don't understand how this could have ever happened. Because this is crazy, and they also should have at least given you warning or, or like two minutes. Yeah, it should have like well, you should have wait. been given like a thing like you have to cut this down, and we're gonna like give you a fine or something. But this sort of exact same thing happened last year to this old man over in like I don't know some not not so great area. Mm. He had what I have by the street like sort of over his whole yard okay and it looked a little crazy but it was all just like natural wildflowers and there was an npr story about him and all kinds of stuff and so (laughs) the city guy today was just like you're sort of like the 2022 version of the same thing but that guy they like gave warning to and are like if you don't cut down all these flowers these are kind of crazy people don't like them you need to cut these down or we're going to give you a fine or cut them down ourselves which that would have been fine. No one said the only thing interactions I had was from the city telling me I don't have to cut them down. And then they get here and they cut them down before I can even come here Dude. and trim myself with a bouquet of flowers. That's but, well, so that's really wild. Um, but I, three, three thoughts. One, uh, I very seldom am coming cherry from yeah. 66th yeah yeah to turn onto our street but yeah but every once in a while i gotta drop off the swimsuit or yeah p- pick up a bike or what and so last a couple times last summer was like yo i know this... it is kind of blocking the intersection view but but <laughs> so that's one two before it reached that do every single time i i mean I, like i said i didn't even know it was gone until yeah. you but uh Every time I would see it when it was like kind of in its, I remember, yeah, I think you took the, the wood burning torch yeah. out there to kill everything. And then I remember seeing like, was there some like, like a sprinkler hose, hose yeah. in there? Yeah. And then I, and then I, I saw you watering it a couple of times and then it was just like, Poof. and when it was like, before it got, every time I would see it, I would hear the opening strum to 
wildflowers yeah you you know tom Petty. yeah yeah which is a beautiful song and a beautiful record and and it really i mean it just gave me goosebumps thinking about it like like uh, again a lot of good vibes yeah um which makes it even sadder but the third thought is um so when i when it was i mean i was kind of i mean i had a, a roof over my head and so forth you know from 15 16 through high school graduation but by the time it came around to like taking the act and like yeah applying to colleges and like giving colleges the what fees and i mean i was like on my own yeah my parents are like what's going on with college i'm like i'm trying to figure it i don't know (laughs) but then so i mean I, i had a little bit of help but 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 i took a year off and moved out to Colorado and spent that year getting things in place to have residency status, which was denied twice before I moved to the town. And then I moved to the town just kind of like, you know, hope it works. And then, and then I got denied the third time. And when that happens, you get an appeal meeting and, and I, they're like, and when that, and and now, now school has started and I have a dog and a girlfriend and we're like, living in my truck yeah and then we found a place and we rented a room and uh, when i had my meeting with these people that dis- are determining whether or not i will ultimately pay in state or at and i by the way my financial aid is on hold oh. so i have no books and like they're just handing out assignments i'm like i can't do anything until i don't know how to do this if, without if a this book. goes this way then i can get money and I can go buy books, and I can do the shit. If it goes this way, I won't be a student here. Like, yeah. That's how this is going. Yeah. So when I got in there, they're like, everything looks pretty legit up until these last six weeks, and there's nothing. And I'm like, well, because, you know, I was moving across the state, and then I did move here, and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, well, do you have? And I had, like, I literally had a shoebox or some kind of, some, and, I, yeah. and they were like, but it was like organized, nice by with paper clips and alphabet. I don't know. And they're like, "Oh, dude, okay." Usually nice. we get just a trash bag full of shit, and people expect us to sort. Anyway, I got I, I got it, and so from that point on, it was like every single step. Uh, I mean, all the steps leading up to applying and moving, and all all the steps. I was completely on my own. And so it would be like, uh, okay, to uh, to get your um, your financial aid, you gotta like go to the admissions office, and you gotta da da da. And then you're like, okay, well, I'm taking 15 hours. I have a 45 minute window, and it's like a 30 minute walk back and forth. Yeah. If I get there and like there's no line, this could work. Yeah. And you get there, and there's like 46 people in line, just like. So that, that gets pushed a, a new day, and then, and then, it, and every where I had, if I had to go to records, uh, you know, and get like, uh, I have to get a, a document to go yeah. show every single step of every process was just full of hurdles and roadblocks. Yeah, and I remember at one point just being like, I don't know how you, and the lady was like, this is what, and she's like worked for 30 years behind yeah and they literally have like a pull down 
like you know metal garage door yeah and at one o'clock they take their lunch and then you know yeah uh and uh, there's always a line of people waiting for them to open anyway just she, i remember one day her being like well this is what people mean when they say red tape and bureaucracy and i'm <laughs> like i this is every person on this campus that sends me to another person on this campus yeah. are all employees of this university, yeah. this college that's part of the state-run educational, secondary educational system. And, like, you can't just, I mean... Like, this, what's the last step here? Give me to that guy. Well, and, and you know, this email is still kind of budding, and div- but... But there's certainly fucking manila envelopes and inner office mail and wire baskets. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't take the thing and to put it again. and then somebody picks it up and take like I have to physically walk to all these and it was never like all the way yeah. e- even for uh even for the job I have now. Yeah. I had to to get a transcript. It was oh, like yeah. You know, it's all, it's like, hey, fucking did it to credit card for $45 or whatever. And then, and I remember, like, oh, cool. And then there was like a a hiccup and it's like, oh, if you want to do that, you got to go over here to this website and then come back to our website and show that you were at that website. I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah. Still. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I was just like, I mean. You worked there. The guy who gave me the notification, he works for the city. The people that mowed everything, they work for the city. Who You don't know who they are? Like, there was a whole truck here with, like, tens of thousands of dollars worth of equipment. Also, there's the truck. There's the van. There's the trailer. <laughs> who owns all that stuff? They all have on uniforms. Like, nobody even knows. But... Well, we had to... Uh... God, this has just been a couple weeks, maybe a month ago. Um, that Highlander that Anna got, like I know, I I had to. I think I, I was running over there to put baseball gear in the garage or something, and I think she must have walked to work, but her car was in the driveway, and I just glanced and saw that her temporary plates were like seventy plus days overdue and i was like yo Dang. she never handled that yeah uh i mean she just made a clean sweep from like her dad handling it to me you know like straight away and so i was like and she's like i don't know i was like it's it you gotta go you used to have to have all the things but now they've made it easier like oh, really? for uh at least for like inspections it used to be like uh if your car is five years old or older oh, yeah. now it's like anyway but shit got all sorts of messed up because I came back with a truck and I traded it in to buy a car and uh, my dad co-signed for it and then he died and so it became my name and his name to my name and T.O.D. something like something about on death yeah and so and then she has this car the red one that i used to drive that we bought from her sister and at some point there were like two accounts and it was messed up because shit like got overlapped it was really weird and then she wasn't on this uh anyway so she went to get it 
titled and they're like you don't exist anywhere in the system and she was like but what do you mean and they're like you don't exist anywhere in this you have to go down to the place and like create a profile and then you can come back and i was like that's so insane like they have probably they have access to all the information to just be like Oh, this is your name, this is your address, and you have ID. Yeah. And blah, and okay, poof, now. And so they, and so I was like, I'll go with you because I need to make sure I want to try and sort out these because I've got the Vespa and now I've got the Acura and I want to make sure that it's all yeah not in the, the places. Anyway, so I go there and, uh, and they're like, uh, you need to pay for the RAV4 and the Highlander. I'm like, we don't have those cars anymore. Yeah. And they're like, well, uh, to prove that you don't have the RAV4, I need to see the title on the Acura. And to prove that you don't have the Highlander, I need to see from the police and the insurance that it was stolen and yada, yada, yada. And so she, she's able to pull that stuff up right then and there. And I was like, I literally went to the, when I went to the DMV the last time to get plates, I took my, uh, you know, they send you the, the property tax people yeah. send you a claims thing for the first of the year. And you're yeah. supposed to claim all your stuff, cross out if you don't own it anymore, or you can do it digitally. And I went there and I was like, I'm super late on this. Can I do it he- here and hand it to you? Or is there a place in the building? And they're like, that shit doesn't really matter. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. I've been every year, I've been like, I gotta. So yeah. I, the lady was like, you don't own an Acura MDX. I'm like, I mean, yeah, I, okay. I drive it. Yeah. <laughs> I put gas in it. Uh, it's got some really gross fucking booster seats in it. If you want to come. Anyway, she was like, you don't, you know, you, you, you got to do all this shit. And I was like, dude, I fucking asked at the place. And they said that shit doesn't matter. She's like, they should not be saying that. Yeah. That is a different department. It matters to us. Yeah. And I was like, aren't you guys literally under the same How many different can't you device? email the person that told me that then yeah. that and be like don't do that anymore yeah but instead it's like getting- you're in trouble <laughs> it's like i feel like if i'm doing something with my car and the government system whatever it is it's like i'm going to that building two times yeah dude the first time i'm going with 25 papers and i'm gonna just see what papers i also don't have yeah and then i'm coming back the next time yeah. with another piece of paper i want to be like uh have you ever shared anything like posted anything on Instagram and down about two thirds of the way, there's a little slide that says also share on Facebook. Yeah. Like, can't you, you share it? Yeah. Can't I, can't you just be like also with the DMV? Yeah. Per, personal property tax needs to know about this. And everybody gets it. Yeah. And I know you guys all lose your jobs because. Of that. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, uh, you know, it's yeah. just so bananas, dude. I mean, I, and See, we, it's crazy because like with Cicada, we're just like, you know what? You know how difficult it is? You know how many signs are in a new construction yard? You got the contractor, you got the architect, you got the interior designer, you got the decorator, the furniture person, all these different people. And we've built projects like that before in the very beginning. And it's like, this person's got their own back. Every single person with a sign in the yard has their own best interest in mind. And they're trying to communicate, cross-communicate with each other. And everybody's trying to get everything figured out and done. We're just like, hey, 
Does anybody think that that kind of sucks? Does everybody want to make it way easier? We'll do everything that everybody has a sign in the yard does. And we'll do it all here ourselves. And the thing that we get out of that is nobody wants to pay the same amount that they pay all those different people. They want to pay me as a contractor. They don't want to pay me as an architect and pay me as an interior designer and pay me as a general contractor. But we've also got people that come to us. They're like, I got these floor plans drawn up by my architect. Cost me $35,000. What do you think you can build it for? And it's just like, if we said, okay, to draw the floor plan, $35,000. To do interior design, another, that's that's more details, more components. We're going to charge you another $50,000. Then we're going to do the contracting. We're going to charge you even more. They would... We would get zero jobs. Yeah. But that's the way it is. That's the you way people You would literally pay. be living in that Airstream. Yeah. It would look nice, but that yeah. would be tight in there with all five of you. So in general, we do architecture, interior design, and general contracting. But we're starting to try to just divide it up more and more because it's like, if we do it like we think, it's like, this is super easy. We'll just do it all. And you get all these things. People don't want to pay for it. So it's like we have to make it more complicated in order for people to be more willing to pay for the different services because they're different things. People just think a contractor does all that stuff, but they don't. The contractor doesn't know anything. So it it's just crazy. It's just it's like people crave that chaos. I think everybody just it's like Not living me. their life as chaotic Fuck as possible. That, I hate it. Dude. I hate it. But it's just like, that's the way everything is set up. Like, nothing is set up easy. And it's it's just crazy. It's just, I don't know. Well, I mean, I think you could simplify it a lot. And I, I'm, I'm not necessarily going to do this justice or, or have a high level of accuracy. But, I mean, I feel like in the beginning, you guys would meet with somebody and they would be like, Cool, and you would ha- I would assume like legit legal verbiage documentation, and it would probably pretty explicitly say if we agree on a thing, yeah, and and that thing has a price tag, we agree, binding paperwork, and we move forward, and then you change your mind, yeah, and that bumps the agreed upon price. Like we don't we're not just eating that like you have to and but then you go down that road and people are like well hey you said over here it was gonna cost and it's just like yeah are you an idiot i don't the hardest thing to convince someone of that it's just like things change price that means but also we talked about this yeah well and i think it's it's just i don't know people don't know what the different costs. roles are oh, or oh, what anybody yeah. what anything costs yeah i mean in general everybody's just like how much is this going to cost and how when can you start and how long is it going to take it's like well what do you what do you want like i don't even know you <laughs> i mean it's like we at the exact same time put in a cooktop for 800 dollars and a range in a house like three blocks away from this other house for forty thousand dollars and so it's just like, how much does your kitchen cost? I don't know. Is your cooktop going to cost $800 or $40,000? Like, what's it going to be? I don't know. So, Where do you find a $40,000 cooktop? You just import it from the UK oh, on a course. boat. Of course. So, wow. You know. But it's like, 
how much does it cost? Well, it's like, I mean, do you want it to suck? It's going to be cheap. If you want it to be good and fancy and nice and not fall apart, it's going to be more expensive. And it's like, if you just go to an architect and you just dream and your dreams, I guarantee you are three times your budget. A hundred percent of the time. If somebody brings us a plan that they've just been dreaming with a designer, but not no contractors involved any part of the way that dream is three times your budget just guaranteed every single time it is well yeah because they're just des- des- i'm just designing what you're speaking yeah and i'm not we can do that we I'm can not draw so- that. i'm not sourcing the, the materials or well, the labor and then the other thing is the person who's doing that designing and drawing they're getting paid yeah exactly right you design a project that cost one hundred and fifty thousand dollars or four hundred thousand dollars and you draw it all up, you get paid, then they go figure out how much it costs. You don't really care. You already got paid. Yeah. I'm on to the next job, man. Yeah. So it's it's crazy. What, uh, what time do we need to get you out of here? Um, You know, I don't know. I mean, 7.30 right now. The kids were eating mac and cheese and okay. hot dogs. Were you, so. were you given orders by the general? Nah. Nine, be home by nine? or? No. Okay. I've been doing laundry and putting the kids to bed and so okay it's all good do you need to run back for more of that do you want something maybe. from here um maybe if you want to run back that's totally i'll i'll get something myself and okay i just don't want you to drink break i just don't want you to go and then not, not come, come back, back. <laughs> yeah we didn't even start talking about music at all yet i know so <laughs> okay. well drink break drink break all good in the hood <laughs> yeah tara said uh, when I was over here that when he took like five steps in a row for oh the first God. time, like twice, two different times, <clears throat> she's taken like a step or two, you know, just like a little step or two, but that, uh, yeah, she just took like five steps in a row. When I was over there, she just took a couple steps in a row. Nice. So she's been wanting to, Cheers. Yeah. She's been really wanting to. Am I going to hear about that later? Kyle missed her first steps. Cause... <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so cicada underscore co on the gram. Yeah. Or cicada co or cicada company.com. Yep. Now is um, generally speaking is the idea or the hope for just perpetual growth or do you think that there's a spot where you're like that's probably as big as we want to get or I mean who knows overall it's like I won't I I don't I'm not shooting it like this year I did 10 projects next year I want to do 15 it's like this year our projects were a hundred thousand next year they're two hundred thousand like I want to be doing just the most luxury of stuff possible right so really it's like for that avenue we just want it to be super high end and then we also are starting to do like furniture like we'll design the kitchen and living room and whatever but then and before you know that was the main thing we would decorate it for like a photo shoot but then now it's like we can also decorate the space and buy the furniture and get 
custom stuff made like in the ozarks with the house we just finished yeah. we were just down there it's yesterday. done done just punchless left but we just went down there yesterday to do a walkthrough with the contractor to like make sure that everything looked good or make a list of what still needed to be fixed and in that house they were just like we have one house this is going to be house number two so we're just like bringing our car there you need to do whatever else in this house is needed for a person to live here so like do the design but then also like get the beds get the towels get the washcloths get the rugs you like, did, they wanted you to do all that yeah like we bought the plates the cups the silverware we bought the couches the rugs the lamps we bought picture frames had them email us some of their favorite favorite pictures printed out pictures of them put them in a frame and hung them on the wall like when they got there the day before memorial weekend that friday they showed up with like just their clothes and they could live there they had to get groceries um but they they just moved in like there was spatulas there was pots and pans there was That's knives so and cutting boards and like so like we did we did the interior design and picked up the paint colors and stuff and then we did you know the furnishing and the like personalization too like the lady likes designer clothing and stuff so the books that we got we bought like you know chanel runway catalog book or like cool. like all these designer books you know that's awesome because we've been working with them now for like a couple of years so we know them and they were thinking they might want to build an a-frame cabin so we bought them a book about a-frame cabins to set on their table by their couch <laughs> you know <laughs> so like so, we got a custom headboard made for their bed we bought the bed sheets we bought backup bed sheets we bought towels just everything and and like are are they stoked yeah they're <laughs> they the wife just freaking loves tara so much oh God. and so we go down there on monday just yesterday and the <laughs> the husband's like this rug in the kitchen feels like gravel on my feet it's like this thick knotted rug he's like i have to keep shoes in the kitchen so i can put them on and walk across <laughs> talk this to rug. your wife dude <laughs> and his wife was just like tara said to put it there tara loves it we're keeping it we're not gonna move it we're not gonna like they bought new toothbrushes because their other toothbrushes didn't look good just sitting out on the counter and they were gonna leave them out there wow. so they bought new black toothbrushes that blended in with the black countertop I, I am not living in the same <laughs> playing field that they are that's they are doing good so would you say they love tara would you say that this project from birth to punch list has been like relatively friction free no oh <laughs> <laughs> i mean but in terms of your relationship with the customer uh no not really okay because okay. the because my boy Tom was the one who was going to go down there and meet with that contractor and like get things, you know, BR eyes on site. Cause that's what he is. Yeah. And after like a while, you know, things were just not going very fast or anything. And they're just like, Tom, 
is off the job. He's never coming to our job site again. The customer? Yeah, the customer said that to us. Like, get Tom out of here. There's not, like, we never want to see Tom again. Shout out to Tom, by the way. Yeah. Keep doing your thing. Eventually, they figured out that the Ozarks is a fucked up place. And, like, you know, come three, four months later, eventually they realized it had nothing to do with Tom. Oh. Tom's an awesome dude. They bought him a bottle of rum or something, like a fancy-ass bottle of rum, and was just like, sorry, Tom, like, so you're did, not a douche. It turns out the Ozarks is crazy. Did that mean Tom's back in the fold or just... Stick? No, at okay. that point in yeah, time, they yeah. were kind of locked in with done. me and Tara. Oh, and so okay. they're just like, well, I mean, I'm not trying to hire you guys so i can just get like your workers i want you yeah okay okay so they're oh, just like, interesting interesting so me and tara were meeting with them and you know i was handling the contractor and stuff and turns out the first project manager that that contractor had on the job was just like the worst oh, i mean after one time down there they're just like i mean the hazel the the client they they haven't paid their bill so we're gonna like cancel this order of like all the wood floors for the whole house or something. And they're just like, I'm like, what that? I like that. These guys don't have a problem affording your bills here. Like, I got, how do, I got a fucking, that puppy. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was hilarious. Did you hear the end of that? Till something till daddy, so, save that till daddy comes home. Yeah. When he's just taking her first steps and <laughs> Tara's video on it. <laughs> nice oh shoot um so anyway we go down there for no problem these people have no problem affording your bills yeah so we we go in there and we we drive down to the ozarks to just do a job site check and see what's going on and uh you know i don't know it was just like in framing stage and we looked at whatever and then the contractor was just like yeah i mean we're gonna have to cancel these this order of these wood floors because they didn't pay for their bills. And I'm like, we're not just going to pay for all these things. I'm just like, what? I don't, I don't believe that is like going on. Like what is going on? Why would they be like that? Did you talk to them or anything? And they're just like, nah. So in like five minutes, I called her and was just like, Hey, did you guys know that like, they're going to cancel ordering all your stuff because, uh, they didn't get paid. Like, are you guys good? Or like, what's going on? And they're just like, what the hell? When did they try to get me to pay them? They just sent me an email one time and never followed up or never pestered me again. Like, who tries to get money that way? <laughs> I mean, it's like, so they were doing a horrible job at the beginning. Also, everything that we, like, we designed this thing to the T. Like, we picked every single thing out. Because we're just like, when we're doing it ourselves, it's like, okay, let us know before you get the tile and we'll like pick out the tile. But for this one, we're just like, I don't know what we're dealing with here. Well, we're picking every single thing out. So we do it. But then every single step of the way, they're just like, oh, uh, I mean, where's this? Uh, what, what do we need to do for faucets? It's like, did you look at the plans? We called it out. So it was horrible because they were constantly like, they didn't say it. It's cicada didn't say what we needed to do it's like we did it's in the plans it's in the plans that we printed off like four months ago so i mean what do you want me to say here 
So it was going horrible. I mean, this job that was literally, they wanted to move in last Memorial Day in 2021. And they moved in the day before Memorial Day in 2022. And we were there installing the whole house the day before that. And their TVs weren't even hung. We were leaving Friday night at like 8 p.m. And there was a guy there hanging TVs on the wall. And none of their light fixtures worked throughout their house because they were doing all this fancy oh lighting God. system. And the lighting system guy is the worst. And then the whole house is supposed to have automatic shades and all this stuff. They currently have paper shades because none of those are here either. But they still love you guys. But they still love us because the AV guy was the guy that they brought to the project and he fucked it all up big time. And everybody knows it. And it's just like, well, it looks good. Right. So so, so the growth then, uh, I mean, so... I'm assuming that there's like from your guys's eyes, there's visible revenue and you guys are able to pay yourselves. So yeah, assuming that that's the case, uh, the growth desire is to continue to generate new and more revenue for, but also to like really, Do really others. enjoy. Yeah. Each, it's not just like, as many as you can. Yeah, because, I mean, it's like we think about it all the time. It's like we just need to, like, let things happen more. But then while Tara was on maternity leave, we didn't. We weren't even in the office. And Tara wasn't there for three months. And there's just different things that happened that everybody knows about that we're just like, Tara did not like that. And we wouldn't have done it that way. Oh, boy. Or just little design details that we had to figure out at the moment which is different when we have a team of people versus when i was the guy figuring out the stuff at the moment right. on the job site it's like not that big a deal i'm there 100 percent of the time nothing gets done the wrong way because i'm always standing there but now that we have a team and we have all these people and all these other job sites going on at the same time we don't just have someone living at that job site anymore right so things can happen without someone being there and then if they're hmm. wrong they're wrong and so that happened a few times <clears throat> and we're just like if we have to go up in the number of jobs we're doing, then we're not going to know what's going on all the time. And it's not like we're just trying to build stuff to build stuff. Right. We want to build like as cool as shit as possible every square inch. Right. And so, you know, we're just like, we just want to do more custom stuff. Plus, it's also like, if you don't really care that much about what it look, looks like, you don't want to pay that much for it. And you don't want to bother with us, like, scrutinizing the different handles and the back plates and all the details of the handle of the door. You want me to go to Home Depot and buy 50 door handles because your house has 50 doors and slap them on there. Right. And so it's just like, well, I don't want to do that. I want to pick it out and order it from See, the... You pers I know she, but you personally enjoy picking out little detail like that. Oh, I, I love all that stuff. Okay. I feel like... More than anybody, practically. Like, I want all these little things to be, like, so considered. So, the there, I remember um, not, a t not a ton of time ago, there was a project that uh, one of the elements was a bathroom, or maybe the whole project was a bathroom, and, and the, there, was, there ended up being, like, this big granite bowl. 
for a sink. Yeah. I, there was some kind of yeah. story about like it's a like, big stone with yeah, like a rock where it was like you know, X, Y, and Z for all. But then like Tara really had this vision or she really had this desire or this wish or something to make mm-hmm. that happen. And it didn't feel like it was possible, but then something. Yeah. In that house, we had just a powder bath next to the kitchen on the main level. And it was just a small ass bathroom. It's basically the size of like a non-handicapped stall mm-hmm, in a mm-hmm. toilet. Yeah, and but so the door was on the end, and we powder just room to do... and punch powder room bathroom and punch list. I'm learning. I'm learning shit. <laughs> yeah, this, this is just that's the water it's the closet. Lingo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was basically a water closet, which is the room where just the toilet is, and there's not enough room for anything else. But we shoved this little sink in there. The sink itself, the the piece of granite was like ten inches wide, but it was also like. 12 inches tall and it was like over 300 pound solid piece of granite and it was a you garden put that trough. thing in a teeny tiny bathroom yeah literally the heaviest sink ever in the smallest bathroom ever and so we used like a hose bib like a garden spigot on the wall but it was like carved brass from where like it didn't have threaded thing on the sure. bottom where you could hook a hose to it it was like this carved brass faucet with just a, like a tap like turn on the top yeah and so it's like well what do you hook up it's it's just got an inlet to hook up one water supply line Mm -hmm. and so what we did instead is like we put a hidden in wall shower mixing valve that you could access from the stairwell going down to the basement that the hot and the cold go into and you just set it at a certain temperature and then the water coming out of it is always mixed at that. So in the bathroom, we just use that hose faucet where you just open it and one temperature of water comes out all the time. You can't adjust the hotness or coldness, but it's just to wash your hands. It's a little lukewarm yeah. thing. So we're making this thing work by doing 50 million different, more complicated things. And the, the granite trough was just a garden trough. But I had them drill a hole, like drill a bigger hole halfway through the bottom then drill a smaller hole down in the middle so that you could put the tube through it but then the bigger hole on the bottom was so you could put the nut on it and then on the inside i needed to drum a little hole for the thing to seal so it was just like all these little technical details to make it all work and it was so complicated and it's like but I mean, you, but that, you loved that. Yeah, I thought I feel like my memory of you telling this was terrible. One of this granite, and we well, made it work. But we you did. actually did love it. I love it, but it's just like it's so freaking complicated because then we had to have a custom steel bracket made, and we had that. We had to have that powder coated instead of just painted. But then they powder coated it the wrong color, and we had to get it repowder coated. And so it's like it was so freaking complicated. It's the most complicated thing ever. The faucet was a pain in the dick. But it looked good in the, the picture. The stone was hard. The the <laughs> bracket was took twenty meetings, and then they put it in. Somebody put it in a little bit too low. So I took it off, remounted it higher, closer to the faucet because the faucet was tiny yeah. and it was splashing on the wall. And so we had to move the sink closer to the faucet. <clears throat> and then the underneath side, you can see the plumbing and plumbers are just like, I'm putting in a plastic drain. It costs 10 cents instead of, you know, 
$25. We're just like, we can't do that. We got to do a metal drain pipe. And so it was just like, I mean, I had to special order the drain pipe. I had to special order the bracket, had to get it painted twice, had to mount it twice, had to do the faucet 50 different ways Sunday. It was just like every single step of it was the most complicated thing ever. I feel like uh, I just hear your margin just being (laughs) Pac-Man. There's no bank account. There's just pictures left over from the project. So it, I mean, do they it's love like, it? Do they love how it turned out? They didn't give a shit. They sold the house less than a year later. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> they just made money. They didn't care what. Oh. I mean, they. I think they liked it, but it's also like, like if I could, if I could measure the amount of mental energy and physical that I had to give to that yeah. sink, and you yeah. just sold the house. Couldn't have cared less. They were so excited. Wow. They made a huge profit on wow. it. Wow! They more than doubled their money in less than a year because the house was pimp as shit i mean we fixed it up it had brand new hvac brand new electrical brand new plumbing the kitchen all the bathrooms we added a jack and jill bathroom to the second level every single thing in the house was now pimp and now you're the designer like we got paid i don't give a shit what you do with that house (laughs) yeah they were that like they were like that yeah but we didn't we didn't charge right we didn't get paid for that job so like if we made 20 20 000 on the whole job they made literally like two hundred and ninety thousand dollars on the job. <laughs> Seems fair. So yeah, I mean, I guess they had the money to take the risk and do the work and hired us and wow, pimped us out hard. So you you were born and raised in Topeka, right? Uh, I was born. Well, I guess the hospital was in Topeka that I was born in, but then I lived in Alma. Oh, you're from, you lived in Alma? Yeah, I okay. lived there from when I was born until I was in like seventh grade. But not but. Tara's born and raised in Manhattan? No, she was born in um, Monmouth, Illinois. Oh, okay. That's sort of familiar. Or Sterling. They all, and so she lived in uh, Monmouth until like the third grade or something like that. So, but there's some, there's, there's some, I mean, you, your second born is named after that town. I thought you two had a connection to that town. Just me. I mean, okay, okay. My dad's parents still live in Alma, okay. so, um, yeah, just me. But yeah, because Tara then lived in Illinois, then she moved to Western Kansas, and then she only went to college in Manhattan, and then we got married and lived there. Oh, she okay. So, so. she did like the bulk of her growing up in other other places yeah i mean when she lived in illinois the town i mean she lived on a farm outside of the town but the town was like you know i don't know nobody uh, 300 people i don't know what side of the town maybe it was more but she lived in the country like 10 miles away from anybody and then in western kansas where she went to school and graduated high school in uh larned there's only three thousand. that's right that's right so, Lauren in America, I guarantee you, I, you probably know more than one person from there. I mean, at this point in my life, I know like a million, well, Lauren is 3,000 people. I probably know a 1,000 people from Lauren. It's crazy. But they're uh, everywhere. Where, so, uh, are your folks, where they live, or is that is that a home that you... I lived in high school there. Yeah. Or in middle school. Your hockey gear, gear is in the basement or something. Yeah. Your dad reminds me once a year. I, yeah, yeah. You have Kyle come? I don't... 
Bring the gear, dude. We'll see. I feel like one time he was like, I did bring it, and he didn't do it. Yeah, it's in, I think it's in my basement Okay, now. There's a million things in my basement, so it's hard to keep track. But yeah, I still uh, haven't laced those skates up in yeah. a couple decades. Uh, so how did your folks meet? Uh, well, my my mom lived in Maple Hill, which is like 200 people or something. And my dad lived in Alma. And, uh, you know, I don't know some small town thing they saw each other and then my mom was well i don't know my mom might have been 15 at the time but my because she got married i think when she was 16 she got her braces off for her wedding get the fuck out of here (laughs) for real yeah my mom's mom had to like sign an approval letter for their like marriage or something oh wow okay yeah yeah so because my mom was 16 when she got married my mom and dad were married for like 10 years before they had me. Right. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I mean, me and Tara had Ivy at our one year wedding anniversary picnic. <laughs> <laughs> she just laying there on the blanket. Alive as could be. Uh, and little did she know she would one day be the, uh, the only sibling with two syllables in <laughs> yeah. her name. She didn't know she would be living on a job site the rest of her right. life. Yeah. Uh, so did, I mean, was there music in your parents' house growing up? Yeah. I mean, I remember my dad, like, I remember he had an eight track player in our dining room. Nice. And, uh. The dining room. Huh. Yeah. Is this which, a house with a, also a family room and a living room? It had, no, we had a kitchen with this like hexagon shaped, like little outlook thing. I mean, it was sick. It was when I, they, the house that I was born in was like across from the pool. So that's why I'm just a pool rat, I guess, because my mom was just like at the pool the whole time she was pregnant. It was this metal house that my dad bought for $11,000 on like a 20-year mortgage or something like that. And he said one time he got a bonus of like $700 or something, and it paid off 11 years of their mortgage. (laughs) Seven hundred dollars. Oh man! And so, uh, that's the first house I was born in. And then they moved to this other house when they sold that house. I think I don't know if they actually bought it or if they just rented it while they were building a house in Alma. And it was freaking awesome. I mean, it was in the middle of a field. It was behind my dad's parents' house on some land they got. So they sectioned off like a little couple acres, and they built this house, and it was like from the top side you could walk in at ground level to the front door and the main level and then the back was a walkout but the main level like the living room and the kitchen and dining room you looked out from like the second story because the ground was a story down and you could just see the horizon i mean we were in the middle of like a five acre brome field and you could just see the horizon you could see the sun come up you could see the eastern uh horizon and i just remember it was such a sweet feeling. Like when you sit in your living room, you're looking at your yard that's five feet down from the ground. Is this where the nature boy handle comes from? <laughs> no. Is that account still active? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> one's, Probably. One's, you posted on it, I think, or so, some you've done. Somehow it came to my attention. She yeah. used to tag you and shit. Oh yeah. When you lived here. Yeah, I don't know. Well, so, I mean, it was just, like, it was sweet. Also, the house had a room with a hot tub in it, Mm. 
which was amazing. And then my parents did that just on their own free will because they're just like, this is fucking sick. I can have a room with a hot tub. All right, let's do it. And then it turns out shortly after we moved in there, there was a master bedroom and then a guest bedroom on the main level. Okay. And it was just me and my parents. And they were just like never supposed to have kids. It was a miracle that I was born. And then like they were told they, they couldn't or they didn't want to, or I don't know everything about it, but like, yeah, I mean, I think there was like, they, they weren't going to have kids. Like my mom couldn't have kids. And then they, my mom, something, my, she wasn't feeling good or whatever. And they did all kinds of tests on her and like body x-rays and stuff. And then she found out that she was pregnant after that. <clears throat> but while she was getting all these x-rays and they're just like, you gotta, you should have an abortion. This baby's going to be all fucked up. And the priest even came in and was like, it's okay. God will forgive you if you like have an abortion. Cause this baby's going to be all priest? fucked up. Yeah. Damn. So everybody basically told my mom to just have an abortion. And she's like, no. This one day this baby's gonna like, like the gronies. <laughs> this is this is a miracle that I got pregnant. Right. So then that was me. Wow. And, uh, she had me. So so but A track player in the dining room? <clears throat> yeah. And then the only reason I remember that, when I was a little kid, I didn't remember anything about having a a track I don't know what an a track player is when I'm four right <clears throat> but the reason I remember it and know it is because we had a garage sale sometime and my mom just sold the a track player and all the a tracks and then and like the speakers and all the shit you know and I remember my dad just being like oh uh I don't I didn't really want you to sell that like what the hell and I remember hearing him later on as I got older saying, like, yeah, Kathy just sold all my 8-tracks, sold my 8-track player. Uh, so they were listening to music, but not you don't necessarily remember hearing it as you're, as you're a toddler? or, or you Yeah, know. well, I remember my babysitter, since my parents lived in a house right behind my grandma, and she had a daycare, she was my babysitter. Oh. And so in her basement is where we had daycare. And she always had a cassette player going or like, like, I guess it was just on the radio and she was just always listening to country music. Okay. And it was just like early nineties okay. country music. What year were you born? 86. 86. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, you know, it was probably like, you know, not just, yeah, first half of the nineties, like country music. Cool. Like all day, every day. So, some of that has stayed with you right like you like some country don't you yeah yeah i mean and then she also i remember had like a cassette tape of like like a vhs of like a garth brooks concert or something and i just remember watching this garth brooks concert and he smashes his guitar and there's like rain coming down on the stage and stuff and i guess garth brooks has always had just like really amazing like theatrical concerts Hmm. but i just remember watching that garth brooks concert in her basement you know, I don't know, 400 million times. Right. <laughs> and then, like, listening to... Start memorizing the credits. Yeah, it's just, like, uh, I know the shirts that he was wearing and the just everything, you know? And uh, I just remember, I know every early 90s country song there is, you Sweet. know? Sweet. 
just singing nonstop. And then, so when you're like, you know, uh, rolling up on teenage years, uh, is it is it still country? Is, is music still around? And yeah, if so, is it still country? I think once I didn't go to daycare at my mom's, and my main music influence was just from my mom and dad. It was all just radio. What were they listening to? And so, like, my dad was listening to just, like, rock and roll, you know? Okay. And my mom would listen to, like, some rock and roll, too. Also, like, Kenny G. Sure. You know, just some, like, nice soft tunes. (laughs) So, you know, it was the fucking 90s. That's what they were listening to. So, it was just, like, I don't know. uh, Nothing, like, current, you know, or nothing, like, 90s grunge or something like my dad hasn't picked up any new bands recently that he's like yeah i bought this like new album yeah (laughs) not happened (laughs) you got the new most f son (laughs) yeah that didn't happen from like you know 19 like when i was born until now (laughs) right uh so do you remember like taking the step from like just whatever they're listening to is the music in your life to either like radio in your room or bu- yeah. buying a CD or a cassette. Yeah. What, what? My, I got a CD player, a Sony CD player boombox thing. It had like the cassette on the front and the CD player on the top middle and the two side speakers mm-hmm. could come off. Yeah. That was the first can, the, stereo thing I got. About 16 inches of cord to... Yeah, but I never took the speakers yeah, off. Yeah. I was just like, it's I just wasn't dusty in there. I wasn't thinking like I need like the unit and the speakers. I was just like, this is my boombox. This just works how it is. This is awesome. And so I remember with that, I got like <sighs> Ultimate Party Mix 1997 or something, dude. And it was just like party music. The cover said like Ultimate Party Mix 97. Like the background that dun, was purple. Yeah. Yeah. Just like it all just that. Builds exactly. And you're like, how come there's not yeah. shots and girls the in whole, here? The whole thing was like 20 tracks of that. <laughs> like that was what I got with that CD player. Nice. I almost guarantee you gift? my this parents still have that. Yeah. It was like a Christmas gift or something. So, so they had the wherewithal to get you the unit and the CD? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the one that they got. Good that's job, the, Greg and Kathy. That's the only one that they or got. Or probably just Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> Greg's out there cutting yeah, no. tree roots out of the neighbor's yard. Yeah, he is. He's just hatching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just remember, it's like, also, I, I just, I didn't have a job or allowance sure, or nothing. Sure. Also, we lived in Alma. You're like, I'm not going down to the CD store. Right, yeah. So I feel like that's maybe the only CD I had for all of 1997. And then eventually, I remember I had my best friend Tyler in early grade school I think his, like, older sister had the same CD player. Uh-huh. And it's just like, oh, oh okay, cool. sweet. That's cool. But I hung out with him the most, and he, his older sister, his their parents allowed her to buy the Adam Sandler CDs, like, like the comedy ones, like smoke your marijuana and drink your gin and tonic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like just the all the all the like old ass Adam Sandler comedy CDs, and I was just like, these are fucking great. Yeah, and they just like are hilarious like that is there a new sandler thing on netflix right now uh there was that 100 percent 
perfect or 100 fresh i think was his no, the last one some, i saw something i just saw somebody post about it the other day and it's like one word oh hustle yes yeah have you yeah. checked that out no i need no. to watch that one of our clients is in that movie <laughs> wow so, so you I got some, watch that. So you got some party mix and some comedy. Yeah. And so I just remember just like, this is hilarious. Like, I can't believe I was, you know, like a third grader just cracking up to Adam Sandler comedy CDs. Like fucking funny motherfucker. I feel like that's literally some of the first CDs. And then I remember one of my other early CDs, like the Godzilla soundtrack CD. And there was a Green Day song on there. Okay, And... I remember like listening to that on repeat like a million times and I was just like Green Day that's they're cool and then we were in Colorado in the town that's like all the way on the western border where there's a ski town I forget what it is Not Grand Junction tell maybe tell your ride really far on the western yeah maybe it was Grand Junction I don't remember what town it was we went to some weird mall and we went to a movie on one of our vacations and it was kind of weird but we were at this mall and we went to this records like a cd store and i bought dookie and green day I, and then i so i was listening to that like on my walkman in the car home from colorado you now know? you have two sources of me yeah portable and home yeah nice like a kenwood a yeah kenwood yeah. walkman dude back in my day kenwood made some of the nicest decks like, for your car yeah, the, the head unit thing yeah, yeah yeah uh and I just remember really liking liking that. And I didn't really buy that many, but I remember I bought a CD burner thing that you could put in the tower of your old school computer, you know? Okay. Where like the, where yeah. like the CD reader thing slid yes. out the tray, you put yep. the CD oh, on Oh, of course, go. of course. So I bought a CD burner that could go in there, but, the, you know, I don't know dilly squat about computers. I never, like, put it in there. I never set it up or anything you're like just in case but i'm buying this i thing. bought it and i was just like i'm gonna burn a bunch of cds this is amazing but it's just like i guess i also probably need software i need like a cord to hook the inside to the inside i don't know but then i also bought like a whole bunch of uh blank cds you're getting ready and man. i was just like i'm gonna burn a bunch of cds and it's just like i i didn't do even step one i didn't put yeah. the cd burner yeah. in the computer yeah. but because my cousin always had a bunch of like rap music. My own, my oldest boy cousin Lee, okay. and he lived in Kentucky, and we would go there. And eventually, he was old enough to drive and have his Whose own car. Sibling is this? This is he's the son of my dad's sister, okay. my aunt. Okay. And so he lived in Kentucky, and eventually he had his own car, and he was driving and. I was riding around with him, and so he had his own CDs. And I remember he had, you know, one of those a like Case Logic, yeah, four CD Case Logic. So it's like a, a big giant, fat fatty, yeah, yeah. like a two hundred CD disc so thing, yeah. And then also the visor, sure, things. nice. Like, oh, this is awesome. He has like, so these many are CDs. The, these are the ten in my rotation right now. Yeah, and yeah. This is didn't my have archive. the multi disc changer. Right. Yeah, dude, it's too early for that. Yeah, and so I was just like, this is sweet, and I was just like, man. What, how many CDs do you buy? And I remember he's like, I usually buy like one a week at least, maybe two. I was just like, dang, dude, I've bought like four CDs in my whole life. <laughs> that is amazing, man. You got a job and stuff. And he, I remember listening to like Notorious and like, 
I don't know, just all kinds of rap music. And it was just like like Bone Thugs and Harmony. I remember sure. was like one of wake the vacations. Up, wake up. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. I listened to that C D and that, that synth. And then he had the subs and everything. Nice. Like, definitely got the subs. I remember his first car that he had was a black Nissan Pathfinder from the nineties. Those things are sweet. I would drive one right Dude, now. Yeah, if you if you're out rolling around and you see one around, you're like, get the fuck out of here. That thing is sick. So that was his first car, and he had some subs in there, and we were, got that thing stuck in the mud one time, and and then he had this like low lowered like Honda CR like your cousin had two cars at the same time. No, this was the next car. Oh, it was okay. like a Honda okay. like car. I don't know, whatever Honda car. Sure, Honda Just car. Just a short one, and it was sick. Everybody has a Honda car. But then anyway, so then when I came back to Kansas, I started to. I I was in football, I was in band, and I was in, you know, just like all these random different things. But all my band friends I started to kind of be friends with. What you play in band? <clears throat> Symbols. Okay. <laughs> I mean, just it's only one note. There you Can't go, fuck man. it up yeah, too no, much. No, not at all. Sometimes you get off beat, but, you know. <clears throat> I remember in grade school, they're just like, first day of band, you they like give you a thing or give you a test the next day in band. They're just like, what the, here's the instrument we gave you. Mm-hmm. And I got saxophone. I was just like, um, I don't want to play the fucking saxophone. Can I play the drums? Just day one. And the teacher's just like, ah, sure. Why not? <laughs> Never learned how to read music. Go over there and hit shit. So I was in marching band. I was playing the cymbals. Well, and then in, and in fo- you were going somewhere with that. So you had football, you had band. In- and then so I started to become friends with these guys that were in band more. And, you know, in middle school, it, it's just like I had one friend who was really into like Christian rock for a while. And so we, we listened to POD and MXPX and stuff. They're just random sure. Christmas, yeah. Christmas Christian yeah. punk rock. Oh, yeah. interesting. Okay. I did think the X and the act, all this. I was yeah. like, that sounds interesting. And just like random music that like is not that, I don't know, just small mm-hmm, stuff, you mm-hmm. know. And then in high school, I start these other guys, they were liking like the Beatles and stuff. And more of the classic stuff like Beatles and Led Zeppelin, and I just remember my one friend was is Big Fish Head Sam. Oh, really? Okay. Sam was my friend from middle school, and so he like that's you know, so weird to me that in middle school you not only knew who Fish was, but you had a friend that listened to him, and like really into like widespread panic and stuff. And, wow. And then I remember. Like listening to Mendesky Martin and Wood, like maybe that was in college, but just all that kind of stuff was was great. And my my friends were in a band, you know, and I was just like, I play the fucking cymbals. I can't be in your band, <laughs> but I want to come to band practice and right? listen to you guys play. Like, I'll, I'll sit here and make sure everything sounds good. <laughs> it was just like I remember being in my friend's basement and we're in a room like the size of this room and they're all hooked up to electric guitars and amps and basses and a full drum kit. And they're playing like my guitar gently weeps just full fucking wow. steam ahead. And we're in a room that's like a hundred square feet. And it's just like, I remember 
hearing some of the like I remember one time my friends played Happiness is a Warm Gun. Oh, I was man. just like, I've never even heard this song before. What in the fuck? This is crazy. I just remember them playing that and I was just like, oh my God, this is insane. This is amazing. Like I'm getting a live Beatles performance right? and it's like breaking it to me. Man, I'm, you, you've, I, there's only a few, but uh, in the time that we've been neighbors, uh, there have been a few visible pockets to me that you're in musically. And I, I feel like you had a, not that you don't listen to them anymore, but I feel like you've had a, uh, you had a healthy Beatles pocket. Yeah. In the last five or where you're just, that's your thing for now. It and, was, it was, I feel like it happened when I, uh, found the Beatles station on Sirius. Right. Cause you and had it, you like, had a Dave pocket too. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> when I found the Dave station. And I was just like, I feel like I, I really get that way. Because, like, I don't, I don't love the radio. Tara no. fucking loves the radio. Okay. Tara listened to one song by one band. The next song, different fucking thing, different situation, different decade, whatever. I, I love to listen to albums. Like, I would love to listen. I was just in the hot tub with Ivy like uh, this weekend or something. I was just like playing. I don't know some album that was like she didn't give a shit about. She didn't want to listen to it, and uh, she was just like, "I I don't like what I, I want to listen to this other song." I'm like, "We're listening to this album," and I was just like, "You need to listen to the whole thing because sometimes the songs are kind of all in the same vibe, and like they might be talking about the same time or they're happening at the same time in the same pe- person's life." Like it's a cool, it's it makes other songs better, and I I can't believe I just was randomly having this conversation with Ivy the other day, but it's just like I I've liked to listen to songs like that, and so then when I was just like getting more into music, and then I would just think of a thing as like an album, not a song. Hmm. Man, uh, I'm I'm the same way. I've I've you know in the last handful of months, I've had a few go to albums. Mm-hmm. I mean, I listen to other stuff for this, and when I'm driving, yeah. uh, anyway. And I just I don't know how to describe it other than like at the time in my life when these artists kind of fluttered into my awareness, and I for one reason or another kind of dug in a little bit and really, yeah. and and then all of a sudden they like become medicine and it's yeah. like, I, okay, I gotta, I, I, I love this rec, this, like this current record. I'm with it's, I sent you this record the night of the progressive dinner. Oh yeah. Uh, Kurt Vile. I think I sent it oh, to waking yeah. on a pretty day yeah, or something like that, but it's got like 14 tracks and I like am obsessed with like five of them. Like yeah. if I, I could do the whole thing, Front yeah. and I and love it, but I I just I have a lot of pockets across the week where I got I got to hit all of those tracks. Yeah, and I feel whole again, and yeah. I, and I usually you know I just am coming off of a, a, another phase like this with another artist. I usually do it until and I and I'll I'll you know it's kind of like a gas gauge. I get down to a quarter tank and I'm like I'm if I keep going. Yeah. That light's gonna come on. I'm gonna burn myself out on this. Yeah, and I do it anyway. Yeah, like well. Yeah. Got to get gas now. Got to shift away from this. And I know. Uh, but 
I don't give a fuck. Like I yeah. absolutely. I know. I feel like I think about that sometimes too. It's like I'll I'll listen to an album or something and then like this one song and then I'll just like put one song on repeat. Mm-hmm. And it's just like I mean, I feel like if my neighbors can hear my speakers in my backyard blasting out, this might get annoying to them if they're not like into this song. But I kind of want to listen to this one song like fifty times instead of like the whole album or you know whatever it's just like i just well and then also i listen to songs more with the sound and less with like the words like if i read read the lyrics to a song like some people i guess listen to songs where they like listen to the words and they like the story but some people listen to songs where they like the these motherfuckers right here this is this is merch from a reaction a YouTube reaction yeah. channels store. I was like, what does that even mean? So that's Brad and Lex. Yeah. They're also a couple, uh, and that's the hat that he wears. Yeah. And uh, shout out to Brad and Lex. Uh, so that stands for, uh, you, you know what I mean? Because that's what he says a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he, I mean, you have to decide for yourself whether or not this is a thing that is real in the real world that we're living in but he only hears the lyrics yeah and he'll he's all that's how you can see i mean if it's real you know and not staged and i like a lot of me believes that it is yeah not for everybody but on particular channels those are the ones that just hears the words and she also she's so cute i mean (laughs) but she's just like just I mean, listening to the vibe. And almost all the time, if it's a song that I dig, like she also digs. Yeah. And when then when she describes it, I'm like, 100%. Yeah. And every time she starts describing, he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah. That's crazy. I didn't hear anything. I any feel of- like some of my favorite songs, I don't even know anything about them. I mean, I don't know what the words are to any of the songs that I like. <laughs> I don't well I can I know some words the songs that I like but I don't know what the story is. Well, uh, I'm not listening to the story. It, dude, I'm telling you for as long as I've been walking and breathing with a pulse and music has been a part of my life. Yeah. If I don't know the words, my brain fills it in and I'll go like 30 years just singing at the top of my lungs and then one day like a random thing will happen and I'll pull up like I want to copy and paste these lyrics because it's a great quote yeah and i open it up and i'm like i haven't seen that shit wrong for three decades they know that. And, and not like i got one <laughs> syllable wrong i got like whole verses you don't even know the story <laughs> yeah well i mean i think that's the thing I, it's like i remember when there was cds and booklets and Dude, sometimes they yeah. had all the words yeah. in there i remember reading them sometimes but i never like read them while i was listening to the song like sight reading like you would music or something i don't i don't know the story of well any you song. mentioned led zeppelin i mean i was just, i'm still a big fan and i was a really big fan in high school and i would sit and but but there are many many times where uh like what you know my cop my cassette copy of, of led zeppelin three didn't have the lyrics or whatever yeah. so and that record opens with immigrant song and it's like I got, oh, mm-hmm. you know, I got that, and then it's like, come from the land of the ice and snow, and then the rest until the ding, song ding, is ding, over. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I've got some, and I couldn't tell you what it was, yeah. unless you asked me while I'm singing it. But it's like I know what verse one, verse two, verse three. I know what they're basically all about, and it's 
Nope. Yeah. No, I do not. Yeah. I did not have any of those words right. Yeah. And I I kind of feel like, I guess it's because maybe I just listen to music and it, I listen to the vibe, not the words. I feel like that is... I mean, that's what music is. Like, before there was things that had words to them, it was just the sounds. Yeah. Yeah. Words were added afterwards, so I feel like... Symbols. You know, yeah. I mean, I was percussion for a reason. I didn't take choir. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I I guess I oftentimes... But I also love, like, Bob Dylan or, you know, like, somebody who's, you know... Or, like, even just rap, like Eminem or something, where mm-hmm. they've... Or, like like Lil Wayne or something like when you listen to their music or like listen to their lyrics I remember I was just listening to like Lil Wayne today or something it was just like I fucking love some of the random shit that they throw out in the middle of a song I was like you just let that little sentence be a random sentence in the middle of this song that was amazing yeah. I love it I, I it's hilarious I had I was doing some prep for a, an episode to feature Lil Wayne and I was like Let's see what's up with this. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my God. This yeah. dude this dude had, you know, like fucking what, nine records with uh, hundred and sixty-three people yeah. people that featured on tracks and da 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 and just like a lot of it, a lot of it on this particular record that I listened to was really good. And yeah. it and it had like um it had a pocket, like if it was a a nineteen track record yeah it had like uh you know tracks seven through 15 or something were just fucking dynamite yeah one after the other and i was like can't be totally coincidental like it felt like uh, you're building up to just boom and then you kind of like wrap it up nice but i was so impressed i i think i feel like i get introduced to or listen to like more rap music like one song at a time i don't listen i don't get introduced to an artist and like listen to a whole album i'll just hear one of their popular songs or something on you know some rap series well i mean this this dude that was sending me this list of records for this episode uh his text messages were like a little there's a little jumbly scatterbrainy kind of and so i was trying to all right let me make sure i have it right and he realized he's like okay here's the list and when he when he sent me that he, he said the carter and yeah. and then and then he goes oh my god the carter too yeah. huge difference my bad and i was like he has multiple records named the Carter. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it turns out there's like four of them. Yeah. But I was like, I was, I was like, how funny that he wants to make sure that I know that he's talking about the Carter too. Yeah. And, uh, I haven't listened to the other ones, but fucking Carter too's got some yeah. good shit on it. I know. I feel like every once in a while, like just recently, I, I forget what album I downloaded. It was like, Ice tea or something ridiculous. It was from like the nineties, and I was just like, "Oh dang!" It was a Rick Ross album from 2012. I downloaded it because of some Andre 3000 song. Oh wow! An Andre 3000 is 
awesome. I loved Outcast. I remember my 100%. my cousin had Equimini, and I was just like, I love Rosa Parks on that album. And I just remember I've listened to that like you know, five hundred times, and I feel like that. Everybody moved that's to a, the back <laughs> of the boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, how can you not? Yeah, I mean that was amazing. And then I, I see that I feel like is an album that has a rhythm and a lot of lyrics, but it's another thing where, like, until recently, I didn't realize the lyricist that Andre Three Thousand is, and I was just like, listen, it's like the rest of the album, it's like there's not even instrumental shit going on. It's just all lyrics, but I can just feel the rhythm of his lyrics, and I'm not listening even to the words, so I'm not realizing. How good of a lyricist that Andre Three Thousand is? Outcasts, uh, uh, episode two. He had uh, he picked an Outcast album, and I, so I he picked uh, AT Aliens, and I was like, while I'm in here, I need to give Equimini a real. So I listened to both of them like three yeah. times. Like this shit is fucking bananas. Yeah, these are two really good records. Yeah, but. I- I don't know, like, I don't know any, it's like, hey, what song do you like? It's like, I don't know what the fucking name of it is. I don't know what the name of albums are. I don't know what the name of any song is, practically. Uh, Riding around in my car with Sirius, where they have the names and the albums. Right here and right here. I'll just, like, take a picture of my, my screen sometimes, or, like, just Shazam all these songs, just so they're, like, in a queue. Well, I've uh, I've been I've been rolling with this uh, Spotify playlist. I, I probably told you about it. It's got like ten and a half thousand hours of music on it, oh, and like five hundred fifty records. Just that somebody else made or something? Or? It's it's you made it? No, I didn't make it. It's oh. the um, uh, it's the the design the creative or the design manager for Fish. Oh yeah, and the playlist is all of their walk up, yeah, intermission, and shows over all their breaks and stuff. all their all their house, the house music. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is always. Oh, did you send that to me before? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, uh, from '09 to current. Um, Dang. And so I like that's what's playing in my in my Sonos all the time. Oh yeah, all the time. That's and anytime sweet. I hear something that sounds cool, I just add it. To, I look it up. I will, like who the fuck is that? And I oh, and I'll find it in my Apple, add it to my library, and then when I go out in the world, I'm just on unless I'm in one of those pockets where I gotta listen to the same. Yeah, I'm on shuffle and nice. whatever whatever it feeds me, I'm like, yep, nope, nice. yep, nope. But yeah, I uh, I think that listening to other music where there's like this band's influences playing as well. Like on Sirius, I listen to the Dave channel a lot and he plays other people that he listens to. And it's just, I mean, most of it, it's already people that I know, but sometimes it like brings up other albums that those people had that it's like, Oh, you know what? I want to know who the people that I already like listen to and listen to that kind of 100%. shit. 100%. Like you start listening to like Otis Redding and shit like that or yeah. like Muddy Waters or yeah. something. Like I love some of that. Like the other day I was listening to the complete collections of Robert Johnson like this whole last weekend and it's just like it's a heavy, this is heavy blues dive. It was like this is sweet and then when you listen to like the complete collection you're just like 
damn, that is kind of crazy. And then if you think about when he was writing those songs, and it's like the 30s or something, I think, wasn't it? Like the mid-30s or something? Or 40s. Either way, he's he doesn't have an 8-track. And it's he's got to like, go like either like he's got like wax records. This guy had like forty songs, or go or died, go someplace, it. whether it's like at an actual venue for a legit thing or somebody's fucking porch, yeah, and like take in music that way. And the things that he made, I feel like he was playing freaking rock and roll on a steel guitar on a freaking wooden porch somewhere. It was amazing. I was just like thinking about it, and it's like, it's it's fine if you just think someone made it like right now. It's like, is this you know, Post Malone just <laughs> making a tune and be- a little ditty in between a song? Not a big deal. That guy's gonna be dead by the end of the week. By the way, <laughs> every time I see him, I'm like, oh my god, go I, to bed. I love Post Malone. Go too. to bed. Have drink some water. <laughs> Put some broccoli in your mouth and go sleep. Yeah. And he's I just mean, like, nope. We're just, yeah. We're just going. Like, just beer and music and cigarettes. That t- that tank runs out of gas eventually, dude. Yeah. You got to stop to refill it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But I sometimes I do. I guess it's because eventually they don't have lyrics anymore the further back you go. Yeah, I mean. And I think that I I really like that. I like to just like hear those vibes and then i think that's why sometimes i'll eventually get into like a like club music type music or something you know going back to your roots like some yeah i got that 1997 jams ultimate dance party and it's just like i i don't know i mean literally this last weekend we were at one of alma's best friend's house birthday party at those people's house as soon as we walked in the front door, I was just like, this place is dead. And the reason why is they have no music playing. Like, I don't get it at all. And by the later in the day, at later in the party, it was me and Tara just being like, you guys need to get some Sonos speakers for your house. Wait, they didn't even have like a system? They had nothing. No. They had a sound bar that was connected to their TV that also had like a Bluetooth capability that eventually the mom was just like, I connected my phone via Bluetooth to my TV sound bar and put on a, a YouTube vi- music video to play a song that their kids love. And I was just like, you are so unset up for music. your first day on planet Earth? It's like, why would you live a life continuously that's unset up to have music in your ears? I, I was just like, this is... You're living a non-vibey life right now. Yeah, a hollow life it was just like is your sister into music did i ask you that you told me no not really not oh i mean now like her husband likes music too he likes like 311 okay um what's your guys's age split um three years and yeah are are she and her husband basically the same age no he's like my age um but so it's like I uh they they have they do listen to music now a lot more. But I mean growing up until like I got into 
like later into high school. And then I feel like even to, as of today, like I'm not sure my sister has like a CD collection. She Hmm. didn't ever like have a CD collection. And you know, what is crazy is like me and my friend, Jeff last month, you know, I I think so, (laughs) you know? Yeah. So me and my friend Jeff, we both probably have the 250 booklet CD. He was packet thing. The other single dude. Yeah. All right. Right. He, yeah, yeah. 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 And so he had music, and we, me and him and my buddy Josh, we all lived together. And so Jeff probably had 200 CDs. <clears throat> Josh had one CD. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> Guess what CD it was. You're not going to guess. It was Three Dog Night. Oh, wow. Some Three Dog Night CD. Okay. Interesting. Was, I, was Jeremiah was a bullfrog at least on it? I, probably. Joy, I don't to, even Joy remember, to the World? I don't, I don't remember what, what even wrote. CD it was. I was just like, who has one CD? <laughs> <laughs> Did you steal that from a party? Yeah. Why, why do you have one CD? And what is your life where that's the one that you have? I mean, it could be worse. Yeah, honestly, by, by not lot, too bad. Not too lot. bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so pretty good. But well, weird to have one, and that's the one. And so I just remember it's like Jeff had, you know, some, some you know, just like every classic musical college post. You know, he had some Led Zeppelin, mm-hmm. Pink Floyd, and some different music posters. He had this, like, Led Zeppelin flag that he ho- hung over his door and stuff. But just like musical dude, you know, and we talked and listened to music and we'd play music together in college. And I just feel like it's it's weird when people, some people don't. But yeah, I mean, growing up, like there wasn't a music collection around in my life, but I liked music, sure. you know. Well, it's funny that you just told that story about the people hosting the party and how they need to have a Sonos because my next note is your outdoor Sonos is like medicine to me. Yeah. I love, I literally love not all. I can't hear it all the time, but every once in a while, like if it's a nice day on a Saturday or maybe you have people over on a Friday, whatever, every once in a while I'll hear it from inside the house and I love it. I'm not, not like everywhere. Like I have to be, you know, I guess uh, you got that if that door is open or something. That's the well, it has to be real nice. Yeah, but I mean more. I guess <clears throat> yeah, if it's nice out for sure. But if it's not, uh, and everything's closed up, like I could be, uh, you know, maybe I'm getting in the shower or coming out oh, of, or yeah. whatever in my room. Yeah, uh, and or you know maybe I've printed something off and I go go into the living room to pull it. I get like a little, you know. Yeah. And I just love the fact that I live next to somebody that has music playing and it's, it's not a secret. Like it's not all indoors. Yeah. Like I love the fact that, I mean, obviously it helps that you guys love being outdoors and having it, but, but it just, I mean, because if 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 we had like wildly differing tastes, I, I could be telling a totally different story. Yeah, but, I've thought about that. But a most lot. of the time, yeah, um, you know, if if our tastes were wildly different, 
I would probably still love it if if the volume was like managed at a yeah a, an agreeable like level, a regular level. But since it's since there's so much overlap and, and similarity, I, I don't. I anyway. Um, so and then it's and then it's like an an extra thing if I if I'm hanging out with you in your outdoor space, yeah. or if we're hanging out in your kitchen. And th- then I'm like inside of it, so it's like this weird two-horned thing of <laughs> yeah. like I literally joy. Sometimes inside, sometimes outside. Some t- and it's been a long time, but every once in a while I used to step out on the other side porch. Oh yeah, and and uh, heirloom would have uh, like you know a, a new like <clears throat> Neil Young harvest. Oh yeah, on like one and a half yeah so you're like i think th- yeah I that's, that's nearly, yeah or you know uh, i've heard some other things yeah so i i love that but uh, and it's a different animal for them they're in the bakery world so like the day starts at four oh, yeah their timeline and they're, they're different they're ba- they're they they had their baby yeah uh so you know i feel like their firstborn's bedtime is like seven yeah you know, so i it's it's gotta it's like be 4 30 p.m and it's like kind of the end of the day <laughs> yeah man i'm just like i might work for another seven hours i mean that dude like he comes ripping into that driveway and then like i feel like you see him go through the front door with his backpack yeah. and directly out the back door without the backpack and coals. Just grilling. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke's coming our way. And I'm also always just like, God, why, why I'm not eating grilled shit. Why not? That well, looks good. Either way, like, good. they're doing their thing, you're doing your thing. And, and it's yeah. like, I, I, I feel like I would feel a, just a little bit creeped out if I had next door neighbors that zero music just yeah. nope no i would be like where are you hiding the dead bodies because that yeah but anyway um it's it's really fun um and uh so you guys met you and tara met how i know i've been told her that. friend from high school went to college with me and was friends with my girlfriend in college and then i became friends with her and then when we all or when i graduated it was tara's friends like last birthday party i probably would have gone to like someone i graduated with a couple years ago and was kind of friends with them probably not gonna just go to a random birthday party of them so i go to that birthday party and tara's there and we had met before, but she was in a relationship and I was in a relationship. And then eventually at this birthday party, we were both single and we were both just the same kind of crazy. And we hit it off pretty well right away. I I, I knew her a little bit and liked her, you know, thought she was cool. Yeah. Enough. And then at this point in time, we were both single and we just... We're partying hard together so, and had a good time the first day. So no no hearts were broken out of the birth of your relationship? No, okay. no. It was just like the last moment of possibility probably of us just like running into each other and we just hit it off great. Um, I feel like we should – should we pause again real quick? Yeah. Do you need to refresh? Yeah. Um, are you, are you going to go back again? No, I'm not going back. You're not going I back. Can't. Okay. So 
just you'll get something here yep. and use the bathroom. Yeah. What you got? Okay. Tara said I should try to wrap it up. <laughs> Did we start? <laughs> We're getting there. Love you, Tara. Okay, so um, y- you know, one of my notes was to ask you to sort of describe the from that classified ad to cicada but i i I think we kind of have the gist of it but i did want you to touch on you can't turn that into a house just for a sec how that how that came to be and what it was and if it's out there can you still find it yeah i mean so we the guy i was working with was was a cool dude and uh you know was this blue earth uh, it was footprint construction. Okay, who was blue? Was that, that was Jason? But was that your gig or Tara's gig? That was me. Okay, me and okay. Jason and Jason, just two Jasons, their right. brother-in-laws. Uh, and so we were using like all this old reclaimed wood, and we were, you know, using old windows and just doing kind of unique stuff. And a guy that I went to college with, and he played ultimate and everybody was you know doing all that and so we kind of got to know each other over the summer because he was like a coach and i was just like a kid drinking beer on the sideline not playing uh but going with all my friends so we were talking he's just like yeah my i have some buddies who have some land they want to like build a treehouse out there or something and i'm like I'll build a fucking treehouse. Let's go. That's cool. I'll build you too. Like that. Yeah. I don't want to build a regular house, but a treehouse that'd be cool. I'll build you a treehouse with a treehouse in it. Yeah. And so I guess eventually they built this treehouse like way high up in the tree, but it was just like a platform, like the size of you know like ten by ten, just hanging in a tree. And they're just like, you know, it was way off the ground. And they're just like, this is like kind of scary. Also, (laughs) it's like two hours away from here. So it wasn't like close to here. And like, you know, I'll just drive two hours and then go hang out in the woods and mess around all day and then sleep on a platform 40 feet off the ground and drive home the next day. You know, it's two lane back roads. And so it's just like, it's not a good day. You're not like going there, working out in the field all day, messing around, and then sleeping in a tent just with no amenities, no water, not a campsite, not a place where it's nice. It's like nothing. And then driving back the next day like, oh, hell yeah, good little weekend. It's like there's nothing there to like help you have a good time. Right. And so they're like, we need more than that. And they wanted to build a shipping container house out there. And I was like, ah, sure. I mean, whatever. But then they're just like, well, we have this grain bin that's here. And I was like, okay. I mean, we can probably build something out of that. And so they're like, well, you want to come up there with us one time and check it out and see what you think? And so my buddy and the the guy who we ended up doing the show with, they were like childhood best friends. So he's just like, my buddy can do it. Like, let's go up there. We checked it out. And, like, the first time I'd ever met these guys and the first time we ever went up there, there's a big auger in the grain bin. And I was just like, this grain bin's perfect. Let's use – this would be – this is a great place what to What year is this? This is, like – 17, 18? I don't know. No, this is probably, like, 2010. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. 2000 – yeah, probably 10, 9, 10. And so we, like <clears> – <throat> 
I was like, this is sweet. Let's build a house in this. We can do it. No problem. And there's this giant auger and they're just like, we got this thing in here. I was just like, is an auger like a drill bit kind of thing? There's basically like an engine at the top and it was, uh, 16 feet off the ground and there's a steel spiral auger going from the engine down to the ground that's that's what i'm picturing a massive drill bit yeah from the machine to the side to spin it around in a circle oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. push all the grain down and i was just like get let's get this out of here so we can like get figure out what we're doing and so they're like i mean what the i what do we we can't do that. What are we supposed <laughs> to do? I was like, just rip this auger off to the side, put the thing out the little sh- door, little man door, and then we'll tie a rope through this top hatch and then tie it down to the bumper of a car out here in this field and lower this thing down. And we got the auger out. And that was the first time I ever met those guys. And they're just like, this guy's fucking crazy. I'm just like, well, we want to get this they, motor they out of probably, here to see what it's like. They right? probably went from this guy's crazy to like, this guy's crazy, but also <laughs> that worked. Yeah, we got it out. Nobody died. Nobody right. fucking died. It's all good. Nobody even lost a limb. Yeah, everybody's fine. It was crazy. Could we have died? Sure, but we did it. And so then there was a barn on their property that had all this big old timber and all these boards and logs and metal from the roof and stone from the foundation and it had just gotten blown over in a tornado and i was just like dude that's sweet there's all this big timber here and it's all got this metal and it's got this stone we can just use this barn to tear this barn apart and build into this cabin because that's what we were already doing and our daily job is taking apart barns and turning them into houses which was a crazy thing that we were doing at that point in time now reclaimed wood is like such a big old freaking deal we were doing this in 2004 and people were like is are you gonna like put carpet over this wood floor what is wrong with this wood floor it's like no this wood floor is 250 years old like this is the floor you're probably not gonna buy this house but so we've been working with this old wood we know how to do it we know what it's gonna look like we can look at a pile of twisted barn metal and wood and be like this is beautiful. So it was such a great One man's trash. scenario for all of us to get together. We made this cabin, and then I had followed this blog called Cabin Porn. Did, was there a, did a coffee and table book come out of that? So I was just following this blog. It was like, uh, what's that? What's that program that got shut down? The website that got shut down that like was sort of like Pinterest. Um, oh, um, Jesus. People yeah. had all the cool pictures on there. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. The blog picture website, yeah. whatever the hell that was called. And they had a thing where they were just like, we're going to make a book and we want to put some cabins in there, like submit a thing. On this random weird blog that just posted pictures of cabins. And I was just like, yo, I built this like Airstream cabin. I would love to be in that book. And here's some pictures of it. And I submitted it and then nothing mm. and nothing for like probably six months. And, you know, I, I thought it was like a business or something. I don't know what I was submitting to. It was a cool website. Well, turns out it was a website for the guy who Tumblr. Is that what it's called? Maybe. Yeah. Like T-U-M-B-L-R. Tumblr. Anyway. But the guy who is now the creative director, like chief editor and staff of dwell magazine, 
was creating this blog at that point in time because he owned some land in upstate New York. And he's like, I want to build a cabin on this land. I'm going to create a Tumblr with cool pictures of cool cabins. And then they created this book because he's just like, wow, I actually have a lot of cool cabins in this Tumblr. I'm going to make a book. And he's like a big go-getter entrepreneur guy. And so he made this thing. A lot of time went by. Turns out it was just a Tumblr that he just made for himself. He had no staff, no nothing. So he got so inundated with all these things that... Like people sending him stuff? Yeah. And so he hired this like editor, copywriter guy who was just like, wow, I put this post out there just thinking I would get 10 things. I got like 100,000 freaking submissions. And this guy said he was just like scrolling as fast as he could through like everything and just like clicking on something. Nuh-uh. And then Random? he did that like for like five months or something because there was just like a hundred thousand submissions or something fuck out of here and eventually he contacted me like six months after i put this thing in on a random weird tumblr website and he's like yeah you want to be in this magazine i was like yeah and so then him and this like photographer who's now like a really amazing photographer famous guy uh taking amazing beautiful pictures came out to the cabin, interviewed me and the two brothers and took professional photography of this thing. And then it's in this printed book that you can just go to Barnes and Noble and buy right now. And it's one of the feature cabins of the main chapter. If I went today and I turned to your page, are you credited? Yeah. My whole fucking face is like an entire page in that book. Nice. I know I've seen it, but it's uh, many brain cells ago that I looked at that. and And so then I was in that magazine or in that book with that cabin. And then like, I don't know, a year or two goes by. And then this production company, I guess, contacts the brothers because, you know, they're brothers and it's like, this is cool. And they are brothers. That's great for TV. So they contact them and they're just like, we want to do a show about this. Well, neither of the brothers like are in construction and do what I do or design or anything. One was in like copywriting, wildlife conservation, and the other one makes clothes. So they don't build stuff. So they're just like, well, we did this actually with my friend. And that was me. And so the production company was just like, well, we got to really build these things. Like, <laughs> who's yeah. going to design it? Who's going to build it? Right. Like, Kyle will design it. Kyle will build it. So then we did this whole show. It was 14 episodes. We did a pilot, and it was insane. It was the most insane situation ever. I got paid like $1,000. And we built an entire cabin. It was raining its ass off oh 100% God. of the time. We built the whole thing did you guys, in like four days. Was there dialogue in the episode about the rain? I feel like that oh, yeah. sounds like familiar. The whole thing was yeah. about rain. It was lightning and there was a tornado warning in the middle of the thing. And it's just like, we're welding on a metal tank and it's just electrocuting the shit out of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, we got to keep going. Don't, don't tell OSHA. <laughs> Thankfully it was just me and a bunch of farmers right? and the two brothers. And so the farmers are like, I don't give a fuck. I'll keep going. So we did this whole cabin. We built it in four days. It was insane. It was so insane. And you lived here when this happened, right? Yeah, and I had a full-time job I f- with another I feel like, contractor. You know, I know it's probably it's, it's creepy on some level. Yeah. But I don't mean for it to be, but because you guys are driveway parkers. Yeah. I don't like 
seek out, but I just yeah. happened. To, I, it's it's weird that I can be so aware of whose car's home and whose, but I can't. I could totally yeah. miss the wildflowers being gone. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, most people on this block, we've talked about this. Uh, like if I pull out of my driveway and drive towards Oak. Don't know. I don't see anything. I'm yeah. just looking at the street, and I don't want to hit cars on either side. And people will be like, "Did you see that house? They put in a new." And I'm like, "I don't know what house. Are there houses down there, you know." There's anyway, a house on the left and right. But That's I definitely it. remember like seeing you guys outside and her being like, "Kyle's gonna do this," and then like, like your car, your car was gone for swaths yeah. of time. Yeah, and being like, "Oh, oh, he." Re- He's really, he's doing a fucking, yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. And it was just like, we did the, we did the pilot episode in four days. I had to take off of work and then we finished at like midnight or something. And then I had to go to work the next day and I'm two hours North of here. Haven't literally haven't slept in like 72 hours. And so then I drive back here and like wake up and go to work. And I just told him like I, I took a couple of days off to like do something yeah, else. Family shit, man. Meanwhile, I'm working 24 hours a day and they're just like, I'm not telling these people I'm filming a TV show. And then nothing happened for like a year and all this random other BS. And eventually we figured out a show and we did a show and we did like 13 other episodes the pilot counted as one of the 14 episodes we did four around austin and 10 around kansas city oh my god i totally forgot about those details it was crazy so it's called it was called you can't turn that into a house and it first aired on first on fyi which is a part of the a and e network and then somebody else and then they bought it to uh a&E Network was A&E, bought, yeah. why, bought by HGTV, and then they re-edited it a year or two later, and it was on HGTV. H, that's right. That's right. But then they mostly just cut most of my things out of there because they were trying to make it a brother show. Really? <laughs> but it didn't do anything, and the brothers didn't want to do the show, so it didn't do nothing. Oh, well. But I mean, so can you find it right now? Is it still? Yeah, I think it's still on Apple Apple iTunes or something. You can really Google like the, like, the way that it turned that into a house, the way that it originally aired. Yeah. I okay. Think you cool. can like buy a season. Cool. And so it, it was great, but also, you know, building a little cabin out of random stuff doesn't come cheap. And we got zero real inquiries from anywhere in America that it was ever broadcast. What? Really? Yeah, no one ever reached out. No, zero people were just like, hey, I got $150,000. Can you build me a cabin? We did get a few people that are just like, I got $8,000. Can I get a cabin? It's like, you can't get yourself a cabin if you do all the work for $8,000. Right. So, so did, did, but, you know, were there ever any royalties from views? There or? wasn't, but I got paid to do the show. Okay. And, and that so was just a flat that, fee? or With that amount of money, yeah, it was just a flat fixed okay. fee. Like, I think they multiplied it by, like, episodes or something. But it was just a flat amount. And it's uh, our Kyle Davis budget right there. Next, yeah. next line, item, line item. Yeah. And we just got like a lawyer. We didn't get like a talent agent who could really negotiate some shit for us because the brothers one had a person that they knew that negotiated some they talent did? people stuff before. They did? Yeah. And they didn't tell you to do the same no, thing? No, we, we all use the same guy. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But it's like they weren't, we didn't hire them 
as like a person for us. They were negotiating that deal. They weren't like our guy for the whole situation, trying to make more money off of us sure. if we made more money. Which is like now it's like I want a I want a guy who's gonna make more money if I make more money, because I want him to try to get me to do more like get more stuff. I mean, it goes but, back to like not having to babysit the people in your operation. Like they're all just doing their jobs. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, you know, it's like nobody was on our side. They just did the deal and whatever. But but it was still cool right? yeah right yeah. i mean yeah and i mean like at that point in time we had one child and so it's like all right we got like a little bit of money that will last us like a couple months and let's like start our own business together me and tara and so then we just started it. it's like we had wait like $10, wait so dollars <laughs> is, is that the storyline that that you can't turn this into a house gave birth to Cicadico? Yeah, because I made really? more money than in, like, I made a year's salary in, like, three months. What? Really? In four months. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so it's just like, well, I can try to make something happen for the rest of the year. And we did, like, next to nothing, but we also <laughs> didn't have any, we only had one child at that point sure. in time. And sure. Eventually, we just randomly did okay, we did one job and then we signed a contract for another job. The second job we signed a contract for was like over a million dollars. Jesus. That's a, <laughs> and so, seems, seems like a huge leap. Seems a little in crazy. Infancy. A little crazy, but uh, me and Tara just like, yeah, well, I mean, why the hell of not? Course, I'm doing it. Of course. It. It's like if it's a hundred, a thousand, a million, I'll, it doesn't we'll look do like it. I'm sweating bullets, does I? <laughs> yeah, while I talk no. to you at this meeting? No, we're just like, okay, perfect. That's well, what we want. So, uh, my mom, she, whatever, man. She, I mean, when her second marriage ended, we we were in Atlanta. We came back. Uh, she eventually bought a house in Prairie Village, uh, which is like the. I was talking about this yesterday at, yeah. at camp. Like how weird uh, the look of mid to late eighties Prairie Village is versus today. Because like when my mom yeah. bought her place, it looked. It was small and it was simple, but it looked new. There was a lot of just fucking beat up and badgered mm -hmm. home. Not nothing falling apart or like alarm, but everything just kind of looked old. She was the beginning of the new wave, sort of. And yeah. now, now you drive through Prairie Village, and I'm like, what town is this? Because everybody's just like, and then huge, just crazy. It's yeah. so great. Like intersections look different in certain areas yeah where it's just like that like whole swaths of land are like either now empty or now full of stuff and yeah. it's just like I, this is so weird to me but anyway uh she so we had whatever she bought this house we had these two neighbors they were raising families eventually these guys moved south and then these guys moved somewhere else too and then uh I feel like there was a construct. I feel like this construction company that had Lion, yeah, like Lion Construction, something like that in the name. Like the son of the owner of that moved in with a like a newish wife, and um, they bought this house that was kind of catty corner. That was like the creepy house on the on the block. <laughs> nice. I mean, like they one time they I was like knocking on doors to shovel snow 
you know, I'm in like yeah. sixth or seventh grade, and they're like, yeah, yeah, like they opened it like this much, yeah, and they're like, and just barely enough to get the ten dollar bill through or whatever, and yeah. I went out, and there was like a Volkswagen Beetle in the driveway that just never moved. Up it's against got a the garage, tarp on it. Well, no, it's just sitting. There. It looks fine. It's just sitting there like a Volkswagen Beetle does, just weathering decades <laughs> just and st- rusting. No, and just looking okay. Yeah, it's, it's not getting out on the road where they're putting salt down. Ah, so it's just just sitting it's there. light blue, so it's just kind of fading. But it's not. Yeah, all it needs is a little. T- anyway, so I'm not shoveling that portion because it's up against the garage. Yeah, I'm just shoveling, and I get like halfway down the middle and there's a fucking spare tire just in the middle of the driveway and i'm like Jeez. and then like uh when so they i don't know how it happened but they sold and this dude's that company they bought they bought it or whatever so they they went in and did what you did just yeah and they said that like curtains like just falling rip, like paper mache just you know and yeah. like the bolt the toilet bowls were just like so stained that it was like beyond you know and then uh they did some kind of landscape excavation landscape in the yard and there was just like fucking dead dogs buried everywhere and i mean it was anyway there was a there was some tombstones in our yard no 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 no. they were like they had earth movers and they're trying to like digging up dogs yeah like no tomb no dude it, it was weird anyway uh so they they fucking stripped it and flipped it and when it was finished i mean for forever it just looks like to you know like a raccoon lives there well to like a 12 or 13 year old while the thing is happening it just i literally you just it looks like construction yeah you can't know you can't see what's happening and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it's done and you're like holy shit yeah like <clears throat> I, I can't unsee what was and now what is like that is fucking and then at some point we got to go in and it was like this is nice whoa so anyway then so that happened and then the people here uh i think the construction i think the dad bought the house for his son and his new wife and they had a baby and a dog and he was he was going he he had some kind of he wasn't in an office. Yeah. He was going out and he was humping it for this construction company of his father's. But next door is single mom with two young kids. And so every everything imaginable, like, I opened the pantry and I got a splinter. Can you come look at my cabinets? Because it's a fix-it guy living next yeah. so Just And eventually it, it, it's... Eventually built. they're married. Who? My mom and this kid? No, <laughs> the fix-it guy. No, the fix-it guy is is newly married oh. and has a baby. They just move in next door to my, my mom. Oh, and so he's fix-it. He's construction fix-it guy. So my mom, who never has any help or resources, oh, is okay. always like, "Can you?" You know. <laughs> and for a while, he was like, "Good neighbor hat." And then it was like, so in that house, it's like. Uh, two bedrooms, one bath, and, and a living, a dining, and the family room. And this was the token PV layout. Family room used to be a screened-in porch. Yeah. So it's nice to have that, but it's chilly in there because <laughs> nobody thought to insulate it. Yeah. Uh, and then upstairs is master, full bath, and then, like, attic that's 
walk through a door in at, not not up. It's yeah. Sideways. So, but that was so that was always like where we kept our suitcases and her. She had like a fucking wardrobe bag, yeah, that was covered because of inset whatever. <laughs> so she she matter. starts like you know, yeah, you know, I'll pay you if you want to turn that into make it uh, normal, you know, kind yeah. of thing, but. Like now he's been there for like a couple of years and they have, their baby is an infant and the the wife is like, stop fucking answering her. Like, she, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But eventually, eventually uh, he actually, I think he, I don't know if he did it or he just like sent a guy, Hey man, go fucking frame Makes this out. It just, yeah. So, and then while that was happening, like we, like there was a very clear trajectory of like, uh, oh, it's so nice of Rob to help mom out from Taste So Nice. And then you like reach a point and you're like, how about you stop hitting Rob up for stuff? <laughs> yeah. And then it reaches the like, I'm trying to get Rob to do my attic. And I'm like, fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> and then and then he's like, okay. And I I know because he's, he, he's a fish head. Like, so we've, oh, really? We've, uh, talk, well, she hasn't lived there for a while, but uh, we would talk about shows and I would kind of get updates from their side of the fence yeah. kind of thing and i just be like if, if you need me to like tell her to behave a different way or if i need to give you some money like let's not make this you yeah. know awkward but i remember so he's he's gonna do it and i think he's literally he's either doing it himself or he's sending a guy in little pockets of time that aren't dedicated to the real life work right yeah. and those are when you when you're yeah when especially when you have a your first when you're already tired when your first shot you know and i remember her being like he's just it's taken for him like you shut the fuck up shut up shut up (laughs) so anyway i I say all that to say uh i i i am well like those memories are burned in there and i definitely don't want to be my mom next door neighbor to you like uh, but you've have you've you've helped me out with some stuff, uh, yeah. just random. I mean, but but you've helped with this a lot. In uh, I mean, you helped me haul shelves out of the basement <laughs> to put on the curb, like five of them. Yeah, you helped me move that fucking couch like a handful of times. I mean, you you I know there's me. a center block under one of those legs. <laughs> <laughs> by the lamp, it's by the lamp. Uh, you helped me basically like brainstorm the support for this table. Um, You're sitting in the chair right now doing an episode. Uh, You gave me camera shelf suggestions. Nice. Uh, You listened to me ramble on about whatever. For Uh, sure. So thank you. Yeah. Um, So we like whenever this was like, Oh, this is a thing. Do you want to do, you know, you're like in yeah. rainbows, Radiohead, And I'm like, wait, who are you? Yeah. What <laughs> Beatles, Dave Matthews, what, you know, yeah. like, and that's a, like, like, I don't think that I knew a, that you had, um, like a lot of Radiohead bandwidth in your head, but also I was somebody who was aware of Pablo honey and aware of the bends and then okay. Computer, like kind of sort of changed my life. Yeah. And so I was like, now this is my thing. And then kid a came out and I was like, I don't know what to do with that. That is way too. And then, and then somebody's like, no, 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 go to like the, now the next step is the Tom York eraser or something solo pro. And I went Yeah. and the same thing. It was, it felt like kid a and I was like, I don't. So I, so I totally fell off. Yeah. 
So when you're like in rainbows, I'm like, what? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, I, I didn't know. I didn't know what it was going to feel like to like get in that pool, you know? Um, yeah. So I didn't have I didn't have a lot to say about the first couple tracks. Uh, they're a little aggressive and bananas, but yeah, I feel like it. I was listening to it the other day and thinking about like what what is the vibe of what I feel like I listen to more than other anything else. And at the beginning, it is a couple of more aggressive things. I'm just like, am I aggressive? Why? This is kind of aggressive. And then after the first couple, have you ever, have you ever seen, uh, the breakfast club? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And Anthony Michael Hall, he puts the pen cap. Oh yeah. On his lip and it's pushing and, so the, the assignment is for them to write an essay about who they are. And he's like, oh, who, yeah. are <laughs> who are you? Who are you? Am I aggressive? <laughs> yeah. I remember like this literally was like a week or two ago. And I was just like, man, I didn't realize like I was trying to think about like I feel like I listened to it without thinking about it like a hundred times in a row. And I was just like, I need let me think about what I'm listening to. And I was just like, man, this is kind of intense. And then after like the first couple songs, then Dude, it's like really three. goes down. Nude. And I was just like, okay, now I'm fucking chilling. But also I'm not dead, so I need some energy. And then I'm like, nice. Okay, this is kind of good. It's that that song is haunting and gorgeous, and like, kind of makes you want to make sure the coast is clear. Like, yeah, I mean, especially after those first two tracks, where you're like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, but I feel like it's one of a couple tracks where uh, I feel like five or six times I've either been in your driveway or in your kitchen or in on your back deck and been been like. What is this? Is this Radiohead? And you're like, yeah, yeah, and Rainbows. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, I don't know that. And then yeah. and then I ask you about this, and you're like, oh, I would do in Rainbows. And then like several more times, I'm over your house, and I'm like, what is it? And you're like, in Rainbows. Rainbows, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, it sort of made me realize that I guess I actually listen to that album all the time more than other things because, I don't know, I feel like it's also not that much about the words i mean it's more about the rhythm and all that stuff dude okay we got i'm i'm trying to move fast for the yeah. sake of both of our sake uh so this is their seventh record i yeah. was like what okay so they did like i said pablo honey 93 bens and t- two years later okay computer was 97 then kid a then amnesiac then hail to the thief and then this one and then two since. Yeah. And the, I think the last one was 16, so it's been six years since they put out a record. Yeah. Uh, so are you super familiar with the whole discography? or? I mean, yeah. I feel like I, I listened to all of it. Like, I mean, I was listening to, like, Kid A and OK Computer and Amnesiac the other day, all those, and I was just like, man, this is sick. Like that's my kid that's A my and Amnesiac are amazing. I guess, amazing. Yeah, it was a long time ago. I got to revisit. I guess. I mean, I just was thinking about the like just the music and how it's just like I don't 
listen to music for the words again, but also it's just like the sounds that I'm hearing right here can't be relayed by words. Dude. It's not like I've never read a poem in my life, but I just can't feel that way from words. Like the the vibes that come out of those songs, it's just like this is sick. I feel like you can think about what someone was thinking more by hearing the sounds that they make than by listening to the words that they say. Man, so like, all right, so if Radiohead is up here, and this is, they're not up here because there's a value assigned to them, but they're up here for me because my knowledge and my experience of with them is down here. Yeah. So I have what I have, but to really, to like be a, a, an expert, yeah, I I I, I got to take the elevator up a bunch of floors to get there, and it's like the slowest elevator in the world. Yeah. Um. But I mean, there's so much to unpack with them, just generally speaking. But I'm so I'm making my way through this record, and the fourth track is Weird Fishes slash Arpeggi. Yeah. Uh, which so it comes after Nude, and it's it's just over five minutes long, but it feels like. 13 and a quarter minute yeah. like, and it's all of it is like this kind of wonderful none of it's like when is this gonna end it's this whole, whole kind of like journey that i didn't even realize i was on yeah and i literally i was like how long has it been and i went and it's like we're 445 in yeah i feel like i do often find myself looking like what song am i listening to right now and I look at like whatever song I'm listening to, but then also like how long has it been and how much longer do I have in the song? It's a fascinating. Whenever thing. I check out what song I'm listening to, and it's always like, oh man, oh it's been going on for like two and a half minutes. <laughs> I wonder how early in the song I realized I like this song. Because it's I, I already get, been going on for two and a half minutes. I get about three questions into that whole thing, and then I just like got to start over. Yeah, I, so I, I know. So yeah, I it's like, like, oh, there's oh, like six minutes left. Here, well, it's just like, I want to start here, the song over. Here's where I started paying attention. I was yeah. checked out for the first minute 13. Yeah, yeah for sure. I, I, I feel like whenever I find myself checking out, like, wait a second, what am I listening to? How much time is left? I... If I am thinking about that when I'm checking a song, I'm starting the song over. It, it's something is saying, "Hey, man, fucking focus." I already like it this right now. Shit. Let's let yeah. me start over. Yeah. Uh, so this was, I mean, the the record before this one was the end of their uh, whatever contract with their label. Yeah, are you getting lit up? <laughs> she says it's almost been three hours. This is a very annoying amount of time. <laughs> Has it been three hours? Well, that you I mean, know, what are you gonna do? It's already been three hours. That's fine. We're we're close. We're yeah. close. I I'm not not doing it to. That's fine. Okay. So uh, six records before this, they and they so they're the end of their contract with their label that put out their first six records. Yeah. And they put out in rainbows for free. Uh, pay as you want. Yeah, pay download. as you want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember does that. Does it get like, any cooler shit. than that? I didn't. I didn't know that shit. Yeah, I I remember that. Like I remember that like news, and I was just like, like how much do you have to pay? 
Also, by the way, Tara clearly has never been to the fucking website or the YouTube page because this is kind of <laughs> how, how long, long it yeah, takes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever. But anyway, um, nice. Do you know what this is? Is that what they made it on? It's it's an instrument. They use regular instruments, uh, and um, that one is called an. Uh, Ondes Martinot. Um, and it's like a theremin. Oh, yeah. Which oh, fish is used. Use, like, so your hand the theremin the is an electronic musical instrument controlled without physical contact. Yeah. Two antenna which sense hand positioning and they control frequency uh, with one and volume with the other. Yeah. The, the uh, Ondes Martinot is played with a metal ring on your finger and you slide it along wires which create oscillations in vacuum tubes. Oh, shit. Nice. So, See, you know who else I fucking love? Willie Nelson and his fucking steel slide there guitar. You go. So they use that and regular instruments um, plus electronic instruments, strings and piano, uh, which feels like a sort of Kyle Davis parallel, <laughs> i.e. I've got all the regular tools and good versions of them, yeah. not some shitty fucking Kmart stuff. Uh, and then the Space Age shit, too, that would blow a regular contractor's mind. Uh, and so you have all the shit, and you're good with it all. Like, you know, I feel like you're the kind of somebody be like, my cabinets, and you could be like, what do you think about this? And they'd be like, yeah. I didn't even know I could do that. Well, and then, do you know, they made the House of Cards video music video from that album on like a 3D Wait, the TV like, show with Kevin Spacey? No, they made no, they made a music video to that Oh, song. the House of Cards track, the House of Cards which is like the 9 or 10 And they made the music video with this like early level like 3D environment scanning thing. So like if you watch a music video, it's like a 3D scan of their environment with this early like 3D scanning tool. Weird. Uh, so all I need also really gorgeous, kind of spiritually uplifting, which in my experience, isn't typically the case with Radiohead. Yeah. Being somebody that checked out after okay computer, a lot of fucking like down, just ruining the world. Well, just like emotionally down kind of like, you know, yes, from okay computer, but I mean, even Pablo honey creep. Yeah. Put him on the mat. Like that's, it's a fucking sad song. Like, yeah, it's 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 one of those weird things where you, by you I mean me, uh, you love creep because you can like sort of relate to the 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 narrator of yeah, the story. Yeah, yeah. But it's also it's also a lot of like sad, depressive. Yeah, I yeah. don't belong here. Yeah, I'm a loser. I'm a weirdo. Yeah. You know, and I mean, not to mention like you know, we're not gonna spend a lot of time on this, but just to kind of come in with that, you know, and then, you know, yeah. before the refrain. And then, and then all of a sudden he busts out, like he's hitting the highest Singing of the high hard. notes and it's beautiful. Yeah. And like he never runs out of air anyway. I know. Uh, Reckoner was after all I need. Love this track. Uh, definitely heard it, heard that one at your place. House yeah. of cards, kind of old school feelings packed and a simple, simple number. And the wiki said the wiki called uh, this album less political and more personal than previous, uh, which I, I think holds true, especially with 
house yeah. of cards. Like it feels like a person and not necessarily a, an observation or a criticism of society and technology and all yeah. that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Does that make yeah. sense? Mm-hmm. Um, so then the uh, Tom York quote, uh, I believe in the rock album as an artistic form of expression in rainbows is a conscious return to this form of 45 minute statement. Our aim was to describe in 45 minutes as coherently and conclusively as possible. What moves us? Which I mean, yeah, I feel like they made that and they were just like making this for me, dude. And I'm giving it out. For however much you think you need it to be for you. Yeah, man. Uh, I had a, a former uh, K-State football player that actually ended up winning the Super Bowl do an episode. Uh, and one of the lines he shared in his episode was uh, uh, Marilyn Manson. No, Trent Reznor. Yeah. Took a record to David Geffner. Is that, is that the right? Geffen. David Geffen of yeah. Geffen. And it was like, Sorry. I had to make, but I had to make this record. It's, yeah. it's not gonna, you're not gonna sell fucking one copy, but I had to make it, and I'm, yeah. I'm turning it in. Yeah. Um, but I, I've talked about the concept of an album on here a bunch, and whether or not it's dying a slow death, because it seems like a lot of folks believe and can cite evidence to suggest that a lot of artists are just dropping tracks now. Yeah. Or maybe that was a thing for a minute and now it's not i don't know but i feel like i i hope and think that it is fading more towards albums now than tracks well i mean uh albums was certainly the way to go 60s and 70s the only way to go really and then i mean maybe the 80s kind of Gave birth to the this idea of like a hit s- track, hit track hit single. singles. I mean, Zappa used to say, you know, but it's not a it's not a hit single in the with a bullet in the charts, you know, yeah. like uh, making fun. Um, anyway, um, I've I've wavered over the years and uh, perhaps on a per album basis with Radiohead on how to measure their accessibility as an art sort of like this i think what i think about amnesiac and and kid a but when i visited them was a long time ago and i whatever when people have said wilco and my morning jacket and i listen to those records and i look up a little bit about them there's constant references to we might have the next Radiohead. Or, yeah. You know, I saw on, on one My Morning Jacket thing, I guess a lot of people have drawn Wilco comparisons to Radiohead. One person said, uh, America might finally have its Radiohead, and it's not Wilco. And yeah. they were referencing My Morning Jacket. I'm oh, like, yeah. Is that what everybody's waking up, like, striving to be the yeah. next Radiohead? Like, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think a lot about, like, how if since... I've just thought about and like more of their music and know a lot more of their songs than what might be played to some random person. It's like you pro I I could see how they they couldn't fill Arrowhead Stadium right now because how could I mean they, Radiohead I think they could now because of the older things, but like with new people that are just. They, I mean, they, they have tour, four, right? Yeah. Well I, well, I went to their show at the Sprint Center when they 
played in Kansas City. How long ago? Me and Tara went. I don't know. I don't even remember. Did you live here? No. Okay. We, it was, okay. Yeah, it was probably, I don't know, maybe it was like 10 years ago. I don't know if we okay. were even married. And? And it was it was awesome. I mean, it was great. It Did, was awesome. Would she, would she agree if she were sitting here? Yeah. I mean, okay. I'm sure she remembers the show. But it's also like if I was just listening to the radio and a, a Radiohead song came on one of, you know, 50 songs I'm listening to and I'm driving down the road and I didn't know anything about Radiohead, I'm probably not like thinking about it and like getting more into it. Also, I don't know what it would be played in context with. N- nothing. So I it's mean, like, I don't, they're not getting, like, if you don't know about them, right. You're not getting into well, them so, very easily. So they obviously, to me, to me, they obviously have a massive fan base, but I suspect that music fans, you know, in a general swath, like across at least our country, I'm not going to say the world. Uh, I don't know that a lot of them would like sit down and plug in and like yeah. give a, a record a listen because I don't think they would get it. I don't think it's accessible like uh, a credence track or yeah. you know some old Bon Jovi hit. Yeah, you're not listening to a short time frame of them and like just like getting into. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's also like. Well, I don't know. I mean, I know all their music, so I yeah. listen to one yeah, song and I'm yeah, just like, "Fuck yeah, yeah. let's do yeah. it." So I don't know how it is for someone who might not know what they sound like. So uh, this, uh, I think, kind of comes down to whether I'm aware of it before these words came out of my mouth or not. I don't know, but your girls, one way or the other, in my mind, are are gonna grow up with some kind of they're not going to be those people with the sound bar trying to youtube yeah they're going to have a relationship with music yeah and yeah. and i i think that like that's maybe i mean obviously keeping them alive and giving them advice and yeah. putting vegetables in their mouth but that might be like the biggest box to check as yeah. far as like you know yeah. I've been thinking about how happy I am that they are like little dancers. Like Winnie, who just turned one, just took her first steps 30 minutes ago when I was Love sitting here. But she, at even our babysitter, is just like, she likes to dance, you know? It's Shaking like she's her little booty over at their house, and some like cartoon comes on, but the cartoon has music in the background. And she's like dancing Love over it. by the chair. So, and it's great. So let's assume that I'm right, that they'll all kind of have whatever. They're, they're three very different girls. Yeah. And they, so will you silently steer or will you just fucking let it I mean, go the way it's going to go? I feel go? like I'm trying to do that right now. Like, Even if you're not 100% aware of it? Yeah. I mean, I'm not just like they say some stupid cartoon music and like playing it. Like I'm playing. Well, I mean this last weekend, everybody was home. We're all locked in the house. We're all inside doing something all day. And over the last like couple weeks, I've been, I played like all the Robert Johnson. Oh recordings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the last couple weeks I've been playing all like Bob Marley and the Whalers, and I've figured out that Ivy loves Buffalo Soldier. Like, that's one of her favorite songs. Are you playing from Studio Bob albums, or are you rolling off a legend? 
Uh, just or a, a streaming random okay. stuff. Okay, yeah, just like a mixtape, dude. Th- that man's discography doesn't have a fucking bad track in it. Oh man, and so just, that's why I feel like I for like two weekend, three weekends in a row, I just played it like a a a, a mixed playlist or whatever of. Just I, I've got them all music. in there on cassette. If you if you nice. need to borrow those, but I, I believe Burning yeah. is actually the Whalers. You know, it doesn't specifically say Bob. Yeah, and then the rest of them do, and they all have that like super cool like Jamaican flag colored yeah. logo for whatever label it was. But uh, every one of those records, man, because I've listened to them a lot. There's a story like they just have a. I mean, it's no different from. Uh, Pablo Honey and the Benz and OK Computer yeah. and uh, Kaya has got a very very you know survival. I mean, I beg you if you're gonna like sprinkle Bob Marley into your kit, like do it album by album because they're it's amazing. Like you, yeah, you, you'll be like two records in, you're like, I got it. I feel and then like the, the album next I've record to the most with them was Babylon by Bus. Okay, that's an interesting one. Is that live? I think that's live. I think so. Yeah. It, no, that's, it's got a bus on. No, in front of it. you want the feel of when they were like, we're going we'll into lock the, it in. We're going into the studio. Yeah, we're gonna have to get along. But I also, I, I kind of love live stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't want to only listen to it that way. I do love studio versions of stuff, but. I also do love live stuff. I feel like if you're a band and you, there's no such thing as live versions of your music, you probably are kind of like a mediocre to shitty band. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, give me two other big records for you, whether you're fucking 14 or 31, besides uh, In Rainbows, that big studio album that you just, whoa, and you... I would say Stop Making Sense. You've seen you've seen it, right? I mean, I feel like if you don't like that, like I'm probably not your friend. Like it's just if you don't like it at all, you have seen it. We're not your friend. We're not friends. Have you? Yeah. Wa- okay. Okay. Great. So I mean, that's great. Okay. And then I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like another album. If I could only have like three. You could have a lot I, more, but we're under. <laughs> if I if I only needed three, I would pick some. I'm not sure what, but a, probably a Bob Dylan record. But I don't know. I haven't like thought you, about like only listening to one Bob sure. Dylan record. I just think of him as somebody I listen to all of his shit. I mean, Desire, Blood, Blood on the Tracks, and Blonde on Blonde are probably yeah. the top. Blonde on blondes get. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I could really. I can't necessarily pick one. Okay. But then, like, probably next would be some. And I, I also can't say what, what one, but a Led Zeppelin album. Okay. All right. That's fair. You know. So nothing, nothing, uh, in a studio album since nothing from the country days roots. Really stands out strong. No, it's just all kind of a swath no. of. It's just like I could listen to a '90s country radio station all day, no problem. Okay, I can I, tell you that. I hope you understand that, like from this day forward, 
if I ever in any capacity hear like a dun, 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 <laughs> like I'm fucking it's sending it. that shit to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I guarantee you, everyone, me, my sister, my mom, and my dad, we probably have memorized every song that was on 1997 Which Ultimate Dance. It's all instrumental, right? There's very few lyrics. Yeah, there's yeah. probably no music, like, song. Well, going back to the notion of an album, I, you know, you said you think it's pushing back, and I hope that it lives forever. Yeah. Uh, I, and I, I don't know why, really, um, but I was at um, Elihu's best buddy you've seen henry around right um we all three of us went over to his folks place friday night last friday night and um we're all just hanging out and um dave came up yeah and uh, oh because somebody somebody asked me about this and i was like blah 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 and it crashed you know, if mm-hmm. if this comes up and then Dave comes, like Crash almost always enters the picture. My sister yeah. chose it as one of hers. And I think it's a phenomenal record. Like I yeah. revisited it for her episode. The tracks, there's there's tw- 12 tracks. The last three, I'm kind of like, eh. But one through nine, home run after yeah. home run. And the album art's beautiful. I absolutely love that record. So we're talking about Dave and I'm like, you guys know before these crowded street or I mean... Uh, uh, the the one from eighteen. Um, God, I can't remember the name, but it's the most recent one. Oh yeah, that, yeah. That you, yeah, were you were in your Dave serious pocket, and I was like, that, I was flipping you shit, and you're yeah. like, do you know he has a new record out? And I'm like, what? Yeah. And then I went and listened to it, and I was like, oh nice. my fucking god! And I love I love that album so much. Yeah. First of all, because it's a really really great record. Second of all, I love how it came into my life, and yeah. it's it's you know, so so they put it. We were outside. He was grilling burgers and shit, and they had a little speaker. Yeah, and they put it on. I I bet you, and there was a neighbor over. I bet you between the three of them that there was like nine or ten comment in the middle of conversation. Just holy shit, this is really. Fun. I'm like, yeah. I know it's yeah. so. I love that. I mean, I feel the same way about that LCD sound system record yeah. that we've. They tour. They're on tour right now. Are they now. really? Again, well, they got back together. They're a band. I mean, oh yeah. You know, uh, I just saw the other day that they're a band again. I was just like, fuck. Yeah. I've 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 really loved listening to that record on my own. Yeah. I've loved listening to that record at your place, having drinks on a nice evening outside. Yeah. And I have once or twice I've I've heard it coming from your place and like again it's like nice. Fuck yeah, Kyle Davis. Yeah. We gotta get you out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like it's just I wanna talk about music with you all the time. Well, because no one else in my life is talking about music. Dude, we I mean we did hammer out three hours, and yeah. we covered some ground, so let's give it a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we'll delicately approach the general, love you, with another, and and this time we'll be like... It, you, it, just it, let me be. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dude. Yeah. I'll talk to you. Nice. <laughs>